Hi and welcome to another episode of Allies of Convenience, the international competitive Warhammer 40k podcast. I'm your host Alex Ray and this episode is a bit of catch up for us here at AOC. We've been recording regularly as releases come thick and fast, which meant I got into a bit of an editing backlog. The good thing for you guys though is that I'm opening up the floodgates and we'll be dropping two episodes this week back to back. Uh, the first will be this one, which includes our Cult Mechanicus Codex review, which turned into a frank discussion about the state of Games Workshop sales policies, possible, uh, possible cynical rules encouraging more purchases. Uh, the first will be this one, which includes our Cult Mechanicus review, which, to be honest with you, ended up turning into a frank discussion about Games Workshop sales policies and the introduction of formations which sort of cynically encourage the purchase of more models uh, to play bigger armies in games. Adam Ryland also attended the recent Birmingham Games Expo, and he talks about that with Matt Robertson. Adam was trying out the new Eldar uh, in a competitive setting for the first time, and it proves to be an interesting insight from a man who's more known for his uh, Demon Prince armies. Um, so it's good to get a, a perspective from someone who's not really a, an Eldar player to sort of really gauge their power level. We've also recorded our Codex Space Marines review, and that will be following this in our next episode, which we're aiming to have out for you this weekend as well. So after a brief hiatus, you should certainly have plenty of podcasting goodness to gorge yourselves on and sate that hunger. Uh, of course, I have to mention our Allies of Convenience GT, which we announced recently. Uh, that's coming in November on the weekend of the 8th in Warrington. We're in the process of building an events page for that. At the moment, we're still deciding on the format, the points level, um, the rules packs, the missions. Probably waiting on uh, ETC to confirm some of their conventions, and we'll probably follow suit in a lot of those uh, senses there. There's a lot of stuff to consider, especially now with all these releases. Of course, there's gargantuan creatures. With the Wraith Knight, uh, there's all these form uh, formations that are gifting uh, free units and upgrades and that sort of thing that you'll hear more about on this podcast and the next episode as well a couple of other things to consider as well so we're going to try and make this the best event that we can um, we're not rushing into anything but please pencil November the 8th into your diaries uh, and look out for that events page coming up on the Facebook real soon. Speaking of Facebook don't forget to like us on facebook.com forward slash AOC podcast and get involved on the wall if you've got any questions any feedback we'd love to hear from me we'd be happy to help on any rules inquiries or just you know assistance advice hints and tips all that kind of stuff uh, if you subscribe to us on iTunes that's great we would love if you could leave us a positive review it really really helps um and other than that just recommend it to your friends if you can get other people checking out the podcast we'd really appreciate that um, we like to think we're fun and enjoyable as well as competitively edged so hopefully you guys are enjoying it we're getting great feedback from you guys that do listen regularly and I'm sorry for the delay between episodes so I'm going to stop rambling right now and we're going to get straight into it this is the Colt Mechanicus Codex Review <laughs> Hi and welcome to another episode of Allies of Convenience and this week we're going to be going through whatever random shit we can think of. Um, of course the Cult Mechanicus book is out, um, it's been out for a week so we should have a good idea of what's actually good in there and how it lines up with uh, the rest of the Admech faction and all the cool broken stuff we can think of in there, how it matches up. I'm sure Jesse's got some great insight on uh, on how it's doing over there in the States as well. Uh, we've got a few rumours about the Marines which I'm personally very excited about. And just general bollocks, as always, really. I'm joined this week by... Joined this week by Matt Robertson. Hello. Bollocks. 
joined by Mike Collins. Hello. Uh, big bollocks. Um, uh, James Ramsey. I know you're not going to say sweaty bollocks. So hello. Little bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, Jesse Uton. Bollocks. I, I can actually no hear points. a tumbleweed there. There's a tumbleweed going past. <laughs> There's no tumbleweed. <laughs> I happen to live on the east coast, the civilized part of the country. That is the civilized part. Oh, and I, I also have the uh, the not so loud American, my buddy Corey, with me. Hello, Corey. Hello. Um, so, as I was saying, the cult mech books out. Who's oh, actually? Oh, don't got forget it? me, you bollocks head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Adam. I went through the, I went through the list of everyone that's talking, and it switches around. Let me just edit that because that's. No, rude. just leave that in. Leave no, that in. no, that's. Okay. Right. That was. <laughs> the Americans just take over. <laughs> that's it. It just goes in. That was no, perfect, no. Alex. Leave that. No, no, that's yeah. Comedy gold. Comedy gold. No, gold is just comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the cult mech book is out who's actually got a copy of it I have Chris's copy who didn't open their copy five minutes ago not me uh, I, I, I read it but I was supposed to go buy my copy two hours ago and we uh, ended up not making it to that store okay has anyone read the book who's done their homework hands up and my dog ate it audio audio podcast my hands, my hands are both raised, but I didn't read anything. I read some words <laughs> from a picture. <laughs> I bought I some models. Ah, uh, so this I podcast looked... is going to be me talking to Ramsey um, <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. I looked at the pretty pictures because they haven't taught us how to read in America yet. Yeah, it's written in English language you don't understand yet. So. I mean, it's written in American, models, right? There's not a bunch so. of extra U's in the words. Yeah, there are. There are lots of those. <laughs> there's not. A, there's not an E on the end of shit. There's not a you know we don't say arse instead of ass. Do you know what's funny? As you Shit said that, a- as you said that, I was <laughs> flicking through the rules for the Fulgurite Electro Priests and saw siphoned vigor spelt with a U, V I G O U R. <laughs> your face, Jesse. In your it, it, face, just, Jesse. Now, Newton. There, there, there's no U in in in, uh, in America. We actually we actually take the U out unless you are using the word America. <laughs> the only time the U is in the English language. The true freedom language. How would your uh, how would your ancestor Isaac feel if he heard you talking like this, Jesse? He would understand my 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 ex- insane grasp on freedom, mm. and he would appreciate it. You also need to bear in mind Jesse's granddad was more bothered about what the lack of potatoes. Yeah, most of my family's actually Irish, which is funny. Um, I'm, so, sure there's a, I'm sure there's a joke to be made about Isaac Newton and gravity and you somewhere. I'm not <laughs> mean enough to make it today. Wait, wait a minute. Are, yeah. Some are you calling me a fat American? Sorry? No, yeah. just American. No, you, just American. You just called me a fat American. Oh, you're that's an, that's an oxymoron, I have, surely. I will have you know I happen to have perky man tits. <laughs> and you won't get to play with them now when I come over there. Thank Only Matt. God for that. If I Jesse meet you every episode, does that mean I definitely won't? Because I will happily continue this until you turn up. <laughs> just to ensure. <laughs> and then I'll have to have your face. Dude, but, your man but, but Alex, I'm going to sit on you instead. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm doing That's sprint no, training, it's fine. 
<laughs> Play Benny Hill music and you'll never catch me. <laughs> anyway, I'm Rocky Monster shit out of this and come over there. Cut. No, you're not. You're really. Not. <laughs> you're right. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna run if you ever run up those stairs, good God. <laughs> yeah, there's a stand of stair lift coming up the side. <laughs> Getting stronger. Sparks flying off of it and, like, gears grinding. Yeah. Slowly falling back down the other time. Matt, was it you that never saw Rocky? I've seen it. You've seen it? Okay, somebody hasn't. Oh, it, it was it was Max. Max Barton, one, one of your guys over there. Messaged me oh, has the he, he, he? I think he, he tells me that he hasn't seen Star Wars either. Well, I'm actually going to a buddy of mine's house who has never seen Star Wars. Yeah, people like that exist in the world. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They do. No, they don't. Just... Yeah, I really don't like Star Wars, make... so I don't really care that much. <clears throat> I think Get the fuck lie. out. Get out now. <clears throat> kicking you. I'm kicking you out of the call. Go. I don't, not, only, <laughs> not only do I not like Star Trek that much, but... Or, or Star Wars. No, I no, get out. Get out. Where are you? Where are you? He's full of troubles, Jesse. Come on. He's gone. We've kicked him. He probably yeah, doesn't have 40k either. <laughs> oh, that's peaceful, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> I can hear you guys now. Adam's got input. <laughs> oh, can we get Jesse back? It's better than hearing Adam. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Good point. He's going to be upset with you, Alex. No, I'm sure he'll pick up. <laughs> tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. So, Admech. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Ain't that a thing? Now, cue the short circuit music and we're off. <laughs> yeah, outro. <laughs> Thanks for joining us again this week, Jesse. Are Come you going to behave really yourself nice. now, Jesse? I'm going to let you finish in a minute here, but I just want to go ahead and say... That Deep you're Space sorry, Nine and you're gonna Deep Space Nine yourself. is the best Star Trek series and it is hands down better than everything in Star Wars <laughs> Deep Space Nine what are you on about no actually I, I love Deep Space Nine I, I prefer uh, a little bit over the next generation is that because it's got the word deep in it because <laughs> it sounds like a porn title that's that, that's exactly why I accidentally turned it on thinking it was porn Deep Space 69 <laughs> oh god! Now, actually, I like it. I like it a lot because it's the first time they went from episodic to story arc. And then Voyager was was awful. I, I hated Voyager. I can oh. say I've never watched a full episode. Oh, what are you guys on about? It finished by the time I was born. Watching TV. Oh my god! What's this? I stopped listening minutes ago. Um, well, let's hope the listeners don't join you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cult Mechanicus, wonderful book that we have here. Obviously, they are the second half of the Admech faction. Uh, all the units are new because it's a new faction. Uh, so, we've got the fi- finally we've got an HQ, uh, which is the Tech Priest Dominus. We've got two variations of the new Catafrons, which are the Johnny Five esque uh, tracked things. Um, and we have two versions of the Electro Priests, which used to be called Electu Priests. Um, 
now they're just electro priests I presume they did that because people are idiots and can't talk properly um, so it might have been a bit confusing uh, and then we've got the Castlan robots which are the much less impressive versions of the Forge World ones but they're still cool I guess um, what do you guys think of the models first and foremost because I know you've not read the rules yet amazing yeah yep. really nice yeah yeah Johnny Five is is a personal hero of mine yeah so that's good Yeah. I need to I google do. what the hell you guys are on about uh, it's a film called Short Circuit and you've never lived by the way Johnny Five is alive uh, James I know you've actually got some sort of grasp of the rules because unlike these idiots you are on point sometimes uh, what do you think of the book overall in general can you give us a rundown of how it works now I get you uh, I think I've seen that at some point it probably allies with something yeah anything with drop pods Florence <laughs> I mean, no, not, not a, I didn't mean I didn't mean how will you make this feasible in a list I meant sort of like basically just the mechanics of, of how the actual faction works well not the faction oh. mechanics works because they've got these weird incantations and litanies and stuff and yeah weird kind of rules have you gone through any of that yet that you're aware of so you can explain it to our listeners um, yeah, well, the, it's a, I guess it's a bit of a shooty army with some with some okay combat stuff, uh, and then, yeah, the the canticles or the uh, like the prayer things they're going to be doing are you get you can use each one once per game, but then you get more of them. Uh, the more units you have with that uh, canticles rule, the better the buff is, I guess. Yeah. Um, so. Like they, they do a variety of things. Some of them fearless, and or, or you know we roll morale, and there's like combat and shooting ones, and so yeah, it seems all right. It's similar to the Skatari one, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's there's six different ones in here, um, and as you said, the effects scale based on how many units with that rule you have. Um, and yeah, there's lots of. There's, there's three tiers it appears to be um, kind of like the the Skitari one which had sort of three tiers of of their, their special rules um, so I'll go through them really really quickly as quickly as I can as soon as there's six of them they've got three tiers each Incantation of the Iron Soul um, if you've got one to three units with that rule uh, you get the Stubborn special rule which is cool uh, if you've got four to seven you get stubborn rule and you can re-roll all failed morale fear and pinning tests that wonderful wall that Games Workshop loves so much and if you've got 8 plus uh, you get the fearless special rule for all units with um, the incantation of the iron soul special rule litany of the electromancer if you have 1 to 3 units of those uh, any un enemy units suffer a strength 4 AP dash hit for each model with the canticles of Omnissiah special rule in units that they are locked in combat with resolve the initiative step of 10 uh, in the fight subface if you've got 4 to 7 enemy units suffer 2 strength 4 AP dash hits for each model in the units with that special rule uh, also resolve the initiative 10 and if you've got 8 plus they suffer 3 strength 4 AP dash hits for each model um, again initiative strength uh, that's for each model <laughs> yep each model so isn't that like a fuck ton of attacks uh, da, 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 da. yeah because they're automatic hits as well they suffer hits yes so, automatic strength 4 hits 
So Banshee's and it's locked, it's locked, locked in combat as well. So it's like you don't have to even be engaged. You just go boom, you dead. Yeah, because it's at the initiative ten fight subphase. So it's not at the start or anything like that. It's just. Uh, but you got to catch the scatterbox first or ground the fire. So. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that might be a problem. And it's nice. Four can't harm a rifle. Yeah, but for, for well, the the fly runs, the fly might yeah, um, combat, drown it's themselves. Just like horrible. <clears throat> yeah, it's not that not not fun. It's only you, you can only do it once per game though, um, and you're probably only going to get a single one because I can't see you having more than three units of electro priests. That's not likely to ever happen. Uh, Chant of the remorseless fist. Sounds a bit dodgy. Um, one to three units. Uh, friendly units with the canticles of the Omnicide special rule re-roll fail to hit rolls of a one when making close combat attacks. Uh, so it's like a ghetto preferred enemy. Uh, four to seven. They re-roll fail to hit rolls of a one or two. And eight plus units. You re-roll all failed to hit rolls when making close combat attacks. Uh, so slightly different, but also kind of effective in combat. Uh, Shroud Psalm. One to three units, all friendly units in the canticles of the Omnicide special rule gain the stealth special rule. Four to seven, they gain the shrouded special rule. And eight plus, they get stealth and shrouded. Pretty straightforward. Invocation of Machine Mites. One to three units. Friendly units with the canticles, blah, 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 special rule. Add one to their strength. Four to seven, you add two. And eight plus, you add three to your strength. And finally, the benediction of Omniscience. Friendly units with the canticles of Omniscience special rule reroll failed to hit rolls of one, making shooting attacks. That's for one to three units. Uh, four to seven units again, it's reroll one to two, uh, one or two fail rolls um, to hit. And if you've got eight plus, you reroll all failed to hit rolls and making shooting attacks. So that's the shooting version of the um, previous chant of the Remorseless Fist. <coughs> Uh, how those work? I miss that. Can you do it again? No, go and buy the book. It's in there, Adam. <laughs> not, that you'll, not that you'll ever have to worry about it because you'll be flying anyway. So. <laughs> At the start of each of your turn, you can choose one canticle of the Omnicide from the list opposite. The effects of each canticle last until the start of your next turn. Unless otherwise stated, each canticle can only be used once during the game. Furthermore, the strength of each canticle will be will, will be uh, dependent on the number of units performing it. At the start of your turn, add up the number of friendly units on the battlefield that have the rule and apply the appropriate level of effect. Do not include units that are currently falling back in this total. Once Canticle has been activated, it remains at that level of effect until the beginning of your next turn, even if the number of units performing it changes during that turn. So if you lose uh, if you lose a unit, and that takes you down from, say, four to three, um, after you've activated it, but still in the same turn, uh, you still remain at that level of effect, which is pretty good. Do you pick before reserves come on, then? Uh, at the start of each of your turns. So, yes, before yeah. the reserve actually come on, yes. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so you can't use that to boost it up, which would have been nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, so you can't you can't use it with that um, uh, formation, which keeps everything in reserve, unfortunately. But we'll talk about it a little bit later on. Um, is, that, is that the end game one, is it? <laughs> you just really cannot be bothered to play. 
just keep everything in reserve <laughs> uh, they've got their own warlord traits as well so I may as well go through those um, first one's reinforced exoskeleton your warlord has the eternal warrior special rule that's always nice uh, second one is Artificia Armament. Nominate one weapon carried by your Warlord. That weapon has the Mastercrafted special rule. However, this cannot be applied to an item of Arcana Mechanicum, which I presume is the relics. Check that in a bit. Um, third one is Masterwork Bionics. Your Warlord can re-roll failed feel-no-pain rolls. That's pretty handy. Uh, number four is Architect Specialist. When your Warlord or his unit discovers a mysterious objective, instead of rolling to identify it, you can choose which result on the objective, uh, mysterious objectives table to apply to that objective for the rest of the game. That's pretty good because obviously you have the um, Skyfiery one, which everyone wants. But no, but no one plays with mysterious objectives. Well, you should do. Aren't they in most rules packs? People just ignore them. It, the uh, game's random enough as it is. Too much to remember. Yeah, about no, so, the, so basically, the if you've got an Abmech army, then you're you rolling on playing. strategic. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you're going to roll on those traits anyway. Well, no, strategic. Yeah. Uh, the fifth one is inside the mind of the machine. Your warlord's close combat attacks have the haywire special rule. And uh, the last one is layered psalm code. When you choose a canticle of the Omnissiah, your warlord and his unit always benefit from the highest level effect, i.e. the effect listed for having eight plus units. Well, that's nice. That's good one. Ah. Ah, the issue see, is... Change your turn. I think you're never going to see these, or very rare, as the primary army anyway. Yeah. Because you're going to have something with lots of drop pods as the main. Flesh terrors. All space marines when they come out. Possibly. Possibly, if they can get a ton they, of... Yeah, they uh, can. Can they? they can get, well, they can get three as fast. It's got rumours that aren't bulky stuff. Everything is in his army bulky, so... Uh, very bulky, in fact, for the uh, Catafrons. So we'll wait and see that. Uh, I've seen the page. I don't remember seeing that, but there might be more details to it. That was the... Yeah, the, that was the um, digital scan, wasn't it? So... Yeah. You never know what's clickable in there and what's going to pop up. Uh, they have their own... Formation, which is the Cult Mechanicus Battle Congregation, uh, compulsory one HQ and two troops, optional six troops, four elites, two heavy support, one fortification. Uh, restrictions: all units must be Cult Mechanicus faction. Hmm, that's interesting. So, it might be worth mentioning now. It's interesting to see the minimum as. Just one troop and two H. Sorry, two one HQ, troop, one HQ. Yeah. As that comes into play with the mega formation of death. Yeah. I'm more interested in the fact that it says all units in the detachment must have the Cult Mechanicus faction, rather than Codex Adeptus Mechanicus faction. So that means this book is actually this book and the Scutari are in fact their own factions, rather than being part of the Adeptus Mechanicus faction. I think with GW though because they're writing the rules as in you're playing as many sources as you want and they don't actually care it doesn't mean anything to them <laughs> it might, yeah it might not but if you were playing say for example a CAD and they were the same faction you could take units from this book and the Skitari book and slap them in as and when you wish same way you could do with the um, uh, the Chaos Space Marines book and all the variants of that well, I think because they're playing multiple CAD and whatever anyway. Yeah. With GW, they don't really care. 
It's just interesting because it says Codex Adeptus Mechanicus at the top. Um, you would assume naturally that that would be the faction, but they have their own faction, so that's cool. Uh, Does that then make a point for Harlequins since they're Codex Eldar Harlequins? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Um, and it, it kind of throws everything up in the air because there's no hard and fast, and it kind of goes contrary to the uh, the main rule book. So, who knows? That's an interesting discussion. Who, who would have thought it? <laughs> <laughs> Codex released contrary to rule book. Um, so, Breaking news. Uh, their command benefits are tech adept. If this detachment is your primary detachment, you can re-roll the result when trying to get a six on the Warlord Traits table in the Codex Cult Mechanicus. Um, and Divine Chorus. If your army includes one or more detachments with this special rule, you can, once per game, choose to reuse a canticle of the Omnisire that your army has already used earlier in the game, which could be useful as well, so you get to use them twice. Uh, other than that, uh, War Gear List is pretty spartan. I'm trying to find the uh, relics. Which I think they're back. near the back. Yeah. Special issue War Gear. Here we go. Arcana Mechanicum. Uh, so the first one is the Raiment of the Technomata. The Raiment of the Technomata confers a 2 plus save. Furthermore, all ranged weapons carried by models with the Cult Mechanicus or Skatari faction in the Bearers unit have the Cognis Weapon special rule. Um, so yeah, that kind of reinforces the fact that they are separate factions. Um, the Cognis Weapons rule, uh, when a model makes snapshots, including Overwatch, with a weapon that has this uh, special rule. Its ballistic skill is counted as being two instead of one. The flame a weapon is, with this special rule fires Overwatch. It automatically inflicts three hits rather than D3. Uh, that is 30 points. It's interesting that that is for use with Cult Mechanicus and Skitari. So yes. It's a nice bit of crossover. So you can attach the HQ to a Skitari unit should you so wish so they're obviously meant to be played together even if they're separate ruling it funny yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next one is Anzion's pseudogenitor pseudo sounds not like not genitals pseudogenitor um, when a model equip, uh, equipped with Anzion's pseudo-genitals makes its close combat <laughs> attacks, make D6 additional attacks using the following profile in addition to any other close combat attacks it makes. So um, he's windmilling, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Neatspin.com. Um, D6 additional attacks at strength 4, AP5, with the Shred special rule. And that is 15 points. Uh, mask of the Alpha Dominus. The bearer can use the mask <laughs> of the Alpha Dominus. <laughs> it was, yeah, it does. Did Gaz Donnelly write this book? Is that why he hasn't been on the podcast for a while? Uh, this is a Fifty Shades script. <laughs> the bearer can use the mask of the Alpha Dominus at any time to instantly change the battle protocol of a friendly Castellan robot maniple or cohort cybernetica formation. Um, within 12 inches of the bearer the new battle protocol becomes active immediately however the unit or formation cannot use the battle protocol that they changed from for the rest of the battle uh, that is 15 points also holy fuck how do I pronounce this the auto caduceus of Arkan land Arkan land who we will um, remember is the uh chap who invented the Land Raider and the Land Speeder they're all named after him 
the bearer of the auto caduceus. Is that right? It is, yeah. Really? Yeah. Not, because it goes, not, not just because it goes on the no, land. Or it speeds over <laughs> the land. They are actually named after Arkan lands. So, a land raider. So, yeah. he's actually made a tank that, that attacks himself. Exactly. Exactly. Excellent. Have right, that. Okay. We have fluff and background on this yeah. podcast as well. I hate to meet Dave Predator <laughs> or, or Brian <laughs> Rhino Chassis. Ah, <laughs> <coughs> uh, dear me. Uh, yeah, all those guys, all those guys that used to be on Gladiators in ten thousand years time, they invented <laughs> yeah. tanks for space run. Let <laughs> Percy Imperial Knight get some stick. Yeah. Uh, the bearer of the Auto Caduceus and of Arkan Land and his unit have the It Will Not Die special rule. That's pretty that, tasty. That's nice. well, that's like eighty points. Though. That's thirty points. Fucking. 30 That's points. pretty good because most of these guys are multiple wound models. Yeah. Or you could attach him to anyone else because it just says and his unit, not of the same faction or anything like that. Oh. So you could stick him in and. Thunderwolf star. Buffer's Thunderwolf. There you go. That'd be nice. A unit of Thunderwolves with It Will Not Die. Yeah, because the Iron Priests like that kind of stuff too. Yeah, it's Ooh, the, totally the, fluffy. The fluff is amazing. Such and fluff. He'll co- combine with his role to heal things that one else actually. Say that again in a uh, tone that people other than dogs can hear please James oh, it'll combine well with his rule to heal things later on yes wicked um, what else have we got in here the uncreator gauntlet um, a model equipped with the uncreator gauntlet can use it in the fight sub phase instead of making its normal close combat attacks to do so nominate a vehicle model friend or foe in base contact with the bearer if you choose an enemy vehicle's roll to hit with a single attack if the attack hits or if you chose a friendly vehicle roll a d6 and consult the following table um, so obviously you have to roll to hit if it's an enemy vehicle if it's a friendly vehicle you don't need to roll to hit uh, the d6 table is as follows on a result of a one your opponent chooses for the vehicle to regain one whole point or lose one whole point um, you can only gain a whole point lost earlier in the game you can't earn more than uh, you had and you can take invulnerable saves against that should you so wish a result of two or a three uh, choose for the vehicle to regain one whole point lost earlier in the game or lose one whole point that sounds... Oh, so you choose. Okay, not your opponent. Uh, four or five, choose for the vehicle to regain D3 hole points or lose D3 hole points. And on a six, it's D6 hole points. Um, so that's quite nasty. That should be five points because of how limited it is for use. Uh, Don't say 25. 55. You're both wrong. It's 18. It's over 30, isn't it? Be a number not with a 5 at the end. Points. 35 what? points. 35 points. For a brand new robot, basically. No, they're not vehicles. They must count as vehicles. They're no, monstrous creatures. They're not what, the walkers? No, they're oh, not walkers. They're monstrous I'm, I'm on about. I'm on about like a Imperial Knight. Oh, think, okay. Which is where, it, oh, which yeah. is where it'll be clutch. Did I just say clutch? Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, and finally, the Scryer Skull Perspicatus. Um, I, I'm going to have so much fun dealing with people 
at tournaments trying to pronounce this shit. Like the sort of people that say <laughs> you to Zen. You want to? No, yeah. I won't. You're right. Or, Sorry. Yeah, or pre science. Pre science and to Zench players. Oh, God. It's I Adam. <laughs> yeah, I hate Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anyone was under any illusion. I love you too, Mike. At <laughs> uh, uh, the start Please. of each of your turns, a model with the Scryer Skull Perspicatus can choose either to identify a single mysterious object. Oh, fuck this. Right? I'm not even breathing. <laughs> um, Wait, or an enemy vehicle. What? Have you all gone some hits against an enemy vehicle? Yeah, go on then. See, Games Workshop was putting me off. Just skip the first bit and carry on from or scry an enemy vehicle anywhere on the battlefield. If you choose to scry a vehicle, any friendly units with the Colt Mechanicus or Skatari faction re-roll failed armour penetration rolls against that vehicle and choose to re-roll glancing hit scored on it in an attempt to instead get a penetrating hit until the start of your next turn. Uh, that includes... Yeah, so that would include combat as well. But you have to be... Colt Mechanicus or Skatari to get that. And that is uh, 25 points. Well, GW really do not know how to points cost some upgrades. <clears throat> so let's go and have a look at some of these new units. So the first one is the Tech Priest Dominus. He's an HQ, 105 points. Weapon skill 4, ballistic skill 5, strength 4, toughness 4. 3 wounds, initiative of 3. 2 attack space, leadership of 9, and a 2 up save. Um, so, wait, he's got a 2 up save base, and you can buy him some war gear that gives him a 2 up save. Brilliant. Well done, Games Workshop. <laughs> I just want to go back Wait, and look at that because somebody else must be able to take upgrades they haven't got any other HQs <laughs> it's the only HQ uh, the ones that come with the, the robots maybe the scuba divers yeah, yeah. Cybernetica Data Smith may take items from that but he has a chump save anyway <laughs> uh, so that was what the raiment of the Technomartyr wasn't it for th yeah. 30 points well. there must be someone else in here <laughs> so for 30 points you, can give you get nothing. the Cognis special weapons rule yeah, but wonderful don't, don't these guys basically get all of their upgrades for free anyway so oh, it doesn't we'll matter. You, you might as well take it because it you've got it. It could be 130 anyway. points, exactly. Um, yeah, I so, can't actually find anybody else who doesn't have a two-up save that can, has an option to take that. Well done, GW. You are wonderful. I'm sure um, we're missing something here. We must be. I would imagine that us going through the book for 15 minutes is more extensive than Games Workshop playtesting, <laughs> so no. Uh, I've realised what they're doing. Taking the piss out of the Chaos Marines. <laughs> it makes sense now. Well, if you've got two up saves, do you get wounded on by Grav on a two, and they get a reroll anyway? <laughs> Must be. Maybe it's um, rerolls. Yeah, because you're carrying extra armor. Um, you've got two up saves, so you get to reroll it if you fail. So the war yeah. gear that they have is artificer armor. They've got a Volkite blaster, which is obviously a head nod to the uh, Horus Heresy. And Good a macro, for blasting those Volkites. And a macro stubber as well. Um, so, yeah, that's good for stubbing things on a macro <laughs> scale. Uh, they come with a power axe. Yeah, see. Uh, a mecha dendrite harness. 
a scryer skull and a refractor field. I have no idea what any of those things are, so let's go and look them up. Refractor field must be a five person vulnerable. Please idea. Oh. turn your oh. textbooks to page 75. Do 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 do. Oh, good guess. <clears throat> okay, so a macro stubber um, is range 12, strength 4, AP 6, and it's a burst pistol. A weapon with this <laughs> special rule fires five shots when fired, but is otherwise treated as a pistol. So it's five shots, strength 4, AP 6. It's not bad. The refractor uh, field is a five up save. Yay! The Volkite blaster is 24 inch range, strength 6, AP 5, heavy 3. And it has the deflagrate rule. Um, these guys are just making up any words they want, aren't they? Um, they really don't want you to socialise if you're a no, do they? No. <laughs> you, know, you know, one time I walked into a hobby store with don't my friend. Say it. With my friend who doesn't have anything to do with the hobby. Who and I just went in, you on a weekday? I right. just went in to, to just go and pick up some, some modelling equipment, like some glue and stuff, because normal people don't buy glue from Games Workshop because they're thieves. Um... And I was like, yeah, no, this is cool. Like, they've got cool stuff in here. Like, yeah, you should check it out. And we walked past someone who was talking about their character in some role-playing game that had, you know, acidic blood and it spoke... You know those sort of weird people that were just giving you the life the, the background of their their role playing game character yeah that's how I, I would feel if anyone ever heard me talking about the, the rules in this book no, that's how anyone feels if they don't know 40k and they hear you talking 40k no or this is you, even worse or if you go to a campaign weekend yeah <laughs> that too. oh the amount of oh. wars I've been subjected to like really enthusiastic <laughs> wars it's like oh my god oh, it's just you and Jan all over again Oh, forge God. that narrative, Mike. Forge it. Yeah. Like my narrative is I've killed orcs. No, I wish I wish I wish the narrative involved bathing before attending Warhammer World. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm very good at bathing before I attend Warhammer World. Yeah, been... That's why you don't normally go to uh, campaign weekends. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> let's get back to the rule. Uh deflagrate is the rule. After normal attacks by this weapon have been resolved, count the number of unsaved wounds caused on the target unit. Immediately resolve a number of additional automatic strength six AP five hits on the same unit equal to the number of unsaved wounds. Models in the target unit must still be in range in order for these additional hits to take effect. Any further wounds caused as a result of this special rule do not cause any further hits. Um, so yeah, wow. it basically bounces extra wounds on. Is it worth mentioning the price of this model? Uh, I said it's 105 points, mate. Oh no, money-wise. Oh, I don't know. oh, is this the one that's like 50 quid or something insane? What is it, 30? I think it's 25 quid. Is that 25? That's a bargain. You should buy two of them. Uh, it's on, it comes on a 50 milli base, though. Oh, well, that's why, then, obviously. It's directly proportional to the base size. Do you know what, though? I don't mind so much if I charge it for characters. It's when they charge it for single models, what fill up units, like the scenes, which does my head in. <laughs> what fill up units? Look, like oh, if you Adam. want a unit of fiends, it's fourteen pound, fourteen fifty for one fiend. Or like any of the Dark Eldar court models. Yeah, well. it's just like crazy. template Where, model, fifteen pound. It's like, please go and buy them from a different company, please. 
please. But at least here, you you are buying a 105-point model yeah. at HQ, and you're only going to need one. I'm two. sure Mike will still build it out of um, flock toothpicks <laughs> and bits of spoon. <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> I've got two of them on my table as we speak. <laughs> uh, uh, so the next unit... Oh, actually, no, we're not finished yet. Um, we know what a Power Axe does. Oh, let's get on to the special stuff. Page 77. Page 77. So this is the special war gear. Um, you said a refractor field, obviously five up, invulnerable save. A scryer skull. At the start of each of your turns, a model with a scryer skull can choose to identify a single mysterious objective anywhere on the battlefield. They're really, <laughs> really trying to push this. Really yeah, hard. So if I was using that, I would be able to choose scryer fire, but seeing as we're not... I guess I'll just leave it. Mysterious objectives is like their version of challenges in this book. You know, like how they're trying to push challenges in every other book. This is it. Uh, Mechadendrite Harness. A model with the Mechadendrite Harness can fire all of its ranged weapons in the shooting phase. In addition, a model with this harness is also equipped with a data spike. Um, oh, what's one of those? Uh, data spike is strength user type melee rules data spike and haywire. So it's got the haywire. <laughs> what does haywire do? Uh, we Can know what haywire in. does, but data spike is a rabbit special hole. Rule. When a model equipped, shut up. When a model equipped with a weapon that has this special rule makes melee attacks, it makes an additional attack with this weapon at the initiative ten step. This does not grant the model an additional pile in move, though, unfortunately. Um. Is that the little servo skull with the needle on his head or something? Let's have a look at the picture. <laughs> That's it Adam. Be. It must be And his needle in his arm. It must be that. <laughs> Ooh, that tickles. Shoot me up Elmo, that was. <laughs> um, what else is bloody Looking at the picture of that model, that little skull's never going to stop on there, is it? <laughs> That's going to be snapped off everyone's model. Uh, that's everything, isn't it? Scryer, Skull, Refresher. Special rules, Canticles of the Omnissiah, Feel No Pain, Independent Character, and Relentless. Okay, so the Relentless rule means it can fire the Volkite Blaster, which is a heavy. Um, so that's good. The model's really nice. I don't think it's £25 nice, but it's nice. I like the... I like the sort of, pound. I like the spider leg things coming out of the bottom of the cloak. That looks cool. Um, it's a nice model I, I think all these models are great apart from the robots which I hate but most of the infantry models are brilliant crying out for conversions aren't they they just look really plain don't they these these bloody robots we'll get to them in a minute anyway um, it's got a really long special rule the tech priest another one yes really really long and convoluted which will probably not stand up into real world situations but let's try it anyway <laughs> master of machines in each of your shooting phases instead of firing one of his weapons a tech priest dominus can choose either to repair a single friendly vehicle that he is in base contact with or embarked upon or to restore a wound lost earlier in the battle to do either roll a d6 if the result is a 2 or more your attempt was successful um, so he's got a two-up repair roll, basically. If repairing a vehicle, you may restore a whole point that the nominated vehicle lost, or repair a weapon destroyed or immobilised result, which is really cool. Uh, this is effective immediately if restoring a wound, either the Tech Priest Dominus or any model with the Scutari or Colt Mechanicus faction in his unit regains a wound lost earlier in the battle. This, again, is effective immediately. Um... When is this done? Movement uh, phase? Or? In each of your shooting phases. Ah, so immediately doesn't really give a shit, then? Uh, kind of does, because it means that, you know, you can repair the gun on something, on a vehicle that was destroyed, and then 
fire it. that straight away so that's or you can good. put a hole point on it and then blow it up when you overheat some plasma yeah yeah as well. um, so that was really a really convoluted way of uh, of giving it a repair roll but yeah that's kind of a, that's a pretty good rule uh, the options it may replace its Volkite blaster with an eradication ray sounds like something from Mars Attacks doesn't it <laughs> um, which is ironic really the irony uh, eradication ray oh god it's got two two profiles short range 0 to 12 inches strength 8 AP1 heavy 1 and at long range which is 12 to 24 inches it's strength 6 AP3 heavy 1 blast um, to upgrade that it is 15 points from its Volkite blaster which you probably won't bother with because that's strength 6 AP or you might do I suppose it's AP5 isn't it yeah. Um, it may replace its macro stubble with a phosphor serpenta. Phosphor serpenta is 18 inch range, strength 5, AP4, assault 1, with the Lumina General, um, which we went through last time. Uh, and it may also take weapons from the. Sorry, it may take items from the Special Issue War Gear or the Arcana Mechanicum Relics list. Um, so that's your HQ. I'm noticing as we're going through these books, we can't really sort of make any comments on how any of these units work without getting to the very end and going through all of the formations and all of the special thought rules because looking at any of these units in a vacuum is kind of irrelevant now, isn't it, currently? Yes. Thank you for that support on my point, chiming in with your agreement. Anyone want to translate what Alex is saying for human people? Basically, I was saying that um, <laughs> when we're going through these codexes and we're going through these these new units, you can't really judge whether they're good or not just based on the data slates because it's how everything works with the formations and the, the, the special bonuses that you get from those, the command benefits from those, how everything works. They're combination armies, basically. Yeah, that's, that seems to be how things are, you know, these days. Um, so, looking, I mean, this unit looks all right for 105 points. He's reasonably survivable. Got three wounds and feel no pain and can repair himself, so he's quite survivable. Two up, five up. So he's basically in Terminator armor. Um, he's got a ton of weapons and a power axe as well so he's laden down with stuff so for 105 points he seems pretty useful um, but we won't know how useful he is until we get through everything else so we'll come back to him later so um, you have to take him he's not bad for a compulsory choice yeah definitely that's, uh, that's, a, that's pretty a decent yeah it's better than most HQs in some of the books <clears throat> so chaos. let's have a look at the, yeah he's better than everything <laughs> chaos. Um, let's have a look at the troops so they released the first of two dual boxes the Catafrons which is the Breachers and the Destroyers they're the, the Johnny Five robots so Johnny Five on steroids yeah I've actually red eyes. Red I've eyes forgotten eyes. what these things are called. What are the things that come with um, iron priests that carry plasma cannons? What are they called? Servitors. Servitors. That's the bloody word. You forgot what servitors. I forgot the they word. come with iron priests, apparently. Yeah. They do. They do. It's a big jumbuck of uh, fun. Yeah. As opposed to cyber wolves. Um, right. So the Catafron Breacher. Uh, they come in units of three minimum. 
They're 150 points, so they're 50 points a model. That's pretty pricey. What do you get for that? You get Weapon Skill 3, Ballistic Skill 3, Strength 5, Toughness 5, 2 Wounds, Initiative 3, 1 Attack, Leadership 8, and 3 Plus Save. Um, I just want to point out that the Breachers have a better save than the Destroyers. The Breachers are a 3-up save, the Destroyers are a 4-up save. Um, <coughs> what size base are these guys on? They're on pretty big. They look like the 60 mil bases. They're pretty big. 25 bases. They have got I, the... Yeah. I could open the box and check if people want. I pr I'm pretty sure they're 60 mil bases. So I've got the box in front of me. So well, open it then. I know it's Christmas mine. stuff. Yeah. He, he won't mind. It's never stopped me before. <laughs> you can have 12 in a unit as well. That's going to be a big footprint. Up to 12, yeah. And and they can deep strike in, which is uh, amusing. Brave. <laughs> what that is. <laughs> only, they can only deep strike in with the formation special rule, by the way. So let me just clear that up. Um, that's not in their unit entry. But thankfully, though, they don't scatter in that formation. Otherwise, you'd be fucked. <laughs> yeah, but you're probably still perils. Cause they so come big. with flying stands. What? No, I'm, just I'm just joking. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, it's just a standard monstrous creature base. Yeah. Uh, they have got the very bulky special rules. So let's go through their war gear. They've got Catafron Breacher Plate, which is a three-up armor save. They have a heavy arc rifle and an arc claw. The heavy arc rifle... Is on page 74, boys and girls, so turn your textbooks to there. Uh, heavy Arc Rifle is a range of 36 inches. It's Strength 6, AP 5, Heavy 2, with the Haywire special rule. Um, and the Arc Claw uh, is Strength plus 1, AP 5, and it's also got Haywire. Uh, it's a melee weapon, obviously. Um, special rules, Canticles of the Omnissiah and very bulky. Heavy battle servitors. Rod models with this special rule cannot make run moves, but they can fire up to two weapons in each shooting phase. Furthermore, models with this special rule can are stationary when firing heavy or salvo weapons, even if they moved in the previous movement phase, and are allowed to charge in the same turn if they rapid fire heavy uh, or use salvo weapons. So why don't they just give them relentless and save a lot? Because they can fire two guns. Because it's can they get two guns? Um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it. To be honest with you. <laughs> uh, you may include up to nine additional breaches for fifty points a model. Any model may replace its heavy arc rifle with a torsion cannon. Hasbro, please come and rescue us. <laughs> please, Hasbro. Uh, that rule. That rule is actually relevant for the other ones, the destroyers. Um, they have two weapons, but these ones don't. But yeah, okay. So they could. They've got the rule. They got no. the rule anyway. You know, it's for fluff purposes to keep them the same. <laughs> yeah, they could fight twice, but they're not going <laughs> to. They've, they've got a claw instead. Yeah, um, I, take my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds that might me. Of... Slightly sadder than the other one. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Mike, What's do you the, the rule that stops you from charging when you deep strike? Is it just models that enter from reserve can't charge? Yeah. 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 There's nothing about that then. Boo. Boo. Oh, they can come out of a storm, Raven. What, all uh, four of them? Yeah. And wreak havoc with one attack each. <laughs> <laughs> 
Weapon skill three. I'm trying here, Alex. <laughs> Very trying. Weapon skill three, strength six. <laughs> One attacking. Two on the, Two on the charge. charge. That's a 100% increase on the charge. That's, that's quite a stat. You've got haywire. They've got haywire. They're going to be pulling <laughs> They're going to be pulling down Imperial Knights left, right and centre. Or not. Um, they can replace the heavy arc rifle with a torsion cannon. Now, that's the cool one. Um, that's on page 75, so let's have a look at that. Uh, torsion. I remember that's a that's a that's a type of technology that Adidas had in their trainers. Um, so it must be good. Uh, torsion cannon's got a 24-inch rule uh, range, strength eight, AP one, heavy one, and it has the gravitic contortion special rule. Each time a non-vehicle model suffers an unsaved wound from this weapon, it loses D3 wounds instead of one. Each time a vehicle model suffers a penetrating hit from this weapon, it loses D3 hole points instead of one. Um, they're quite nice. I think it should have been heavy too, though. For the points. The yeah, model. I mean, yeah, one shot. That ballistic school three as well. It's not gonna. Do it is it. a nice weapon, that. Well, again, it comes into combination with BS five. Can course. you attach it to a jet bike? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, any model may replace its arc claw with a hydraulic claw. Any model, brilliant. Yeah, any of the three models. <laughs> Fundable camera. No, it's, uh, it's not helping. <laughs> Ten points. Seventy-six is the page that I require. Uh, a hydraulic claw is strength plus two. Unwieldy, boo. Um, is it not strength times two? No, it's plus two. Uh, and it has the iron grasp rule. When a model equipped with a hydraulic <laughs> claw makes its close combat attack, it can choose instead to make a single grasp attack. <laughs> Guess what happens? Does he, does he grab hold of you and shake you vigorously? Has it got a raincoat <laughs> on as well? Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what happens in this rule, which has its own name? I didn't know. No comment. I can't. <laughs> what happens in the smash rule? Well, please tell me it's not just... What page is this on? 76. So you become you become AP2? It doubles its strength. Yeah, and what else do you think happens as well? Do you get to re-roll armor penalties vehicles? No! It doubles its strength and it's AP2 for a single attack. Thanks for giving <laughs> us that new rule, Games Workshop, that we didn't have. <laughs> that, that's we didn't different. have before. That's different. Yeah. You don't get to yeah. it's only... These are really designed for combat, aren't they? What's different? It doesn't... I'm pretty sure we smash it to re-roll arm pens on vehicles. Yeah, it does. We're used to in six. It's a shit version of Smash. That's why it needed its own rule. And smash gives you APT, AP2. Aren't monstrous creatures... Yeah, that's 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 why because they have smash and you get it all the time, don't you? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a shit version of smash. I stand corrected. Um, so yeah, that's that. Ten points for that upgrade. Nah, you, were, you were right, Alex. It's still a shit version of smash. <laughs> shit um, smash. <clears throat> smush. There you go. Uh, so the other version is the Catafron destroyers. These are the shooty ones. Um, these are the ones you really want in a formation, but you're not going to get. Um, so they come with the demi plate, which is the four-up save. They have exactly the same stats. Otherwise, they have a plasma culverin and a phosphor blaster as their weapons. 
Uh, so let's they have can a look fire at... both. They can yeah. fire both. Badass. Let's have a look. Uh, so the plasma culverin strength seven AP two. Sorry, it's a range twenty four inches. Strength seven AP two. It's heavy two and blast, and it gets hot. That's pretty good. It's very good, especially when you've got the other weapon option as well. Uh, the other one is the phosphor blaster, I think. Yes, phosphor blaster, twenty four inch range, strength five AP four, rapid fire, luminogen. Um, a unit that suffers one or more unsaved wounds, glancing or penetrating hits caused by a weapon with this special rule counts its cover saves as being one point worse than normal until the end of the phase. Furthermore, nice. units can re-roll the dice to determine their charge range against the unit which has been afflicted until the end of the turn. Um, they may also upgrade these weapons. <laughs> they can swap their plasma culverin with a heavy grav cannon. Yeehaw! Grav for free, ladies and gentlemen. With or without a grav amp, though. Um, with a, without a grav amp. Ah, oh, never mind. Um, you so suck. Heavy grav cannon, 30-inch range, strength... Uh, AP2, salvo, 4-6, concussive and graviton. We know how grav cannons work, uh, grav weapons work. So it would be firing six shots without the re-rolls to hit... Or wound. Or wound. Hitting on fours, nice, right? Hitting on fours, right? Uh, yeah, they're hitting on fours. So you're probably going to go with the plasma versions, I'd guess, because they're blast. Not I don't fun. know, I think you mix it Well, up. I quite like that. You probably give a grab and just have some chump giving you pressure. It, it says any model, so you can mix a unit yeah. of weapons. So, yeah. No, I quite like the, 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 the... You get two blast templates. Yeah, but you're only ever going to get one bloke. Are you? Are you really? Yeah, well, unless you play in America, you'll only ever get one bloke. Yeah, they just move things around with, like, those those rakes at the at the roulette tables, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, any model may replace the Phosphor Blaster with a Cognis Flamer for five points. Just forget that one. <laughs> the Flamer's a little bit crap. What does a Cognis Flamer do? Um, if it fires Overwatch, it hits three times rather than D three times. Bag of shite. Eee, bag um, Right then. So that is the Catafron Destroyer. Uh, they are 55 points per model rather than 50. So these are the guys you're going to see in drop pods, right? No. Uh, yes, probably you actually are in drop the pods. The gravity ones. Yeah. yeah. They're quite nice. They're but they're shit, so don't worry. They're a bit expensive for what they are. I'd still rather put um, Centurions in there. Can they overwatch? Yes. Sure? They're very bulky. Other than that, I don't see a reason they're not, they can They're not slow and purposeful, then? No. Well, that's quite good, I suppose. No. In fact, you can overwatch with your grab cannon and your flyer. Yeah, because they can fire two. Actually, wait, let's have a look. That's in the shooting phase, isn't it? Yeah, there's still there's still debate about that because the Overwatch it's you know as the sh- it fires as if it was the shooting phase. Ah, oh, the old towel question. Yeah. Fucking towel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're moving on to the elite section with the electro priests, the Fulgurite electro priests, and the Corpuscari electro priests. Uh, again, Games Workshop like getting their money's worth out of us, um, so it's a double kit. 
Um, the Fulgurite versions have an Electro Leech Stave and a Voltergeist Field. That's a very clever... Volta. You're very good with your pronunciations, Alex. Have you been doing your homework? I finished secondary school, unlike mm. many of you. Um, I was just looking at the pictures I went to school in the south of England (laughs) Where we actually have standards Oxford, Cambridge I went went King's College for two years And dropped out That's still a pretty good one Maths and physics Maths and physics, blimey (laughs) Then I went to play DJ games for a living I made a lot more money <laughs> Yeah Well not a lot more money To be honest with you um, It's just more fun um, What's an electro leech stave do? We'll find that out in a minute uh, They are special rules Are oh, canticles of the Omnisire Feel no pain And zealot I love zealot Such a cool rule uh, Their weapon skill 4 Ballistic skill 3 Strength 3 Toughness 3 Wounds 1 Initiative 3 Attacks 2 Leadership 9 No save whatsoever Ooh. Um I presume that will be Sort they of get a, They get a 5 up in Vaughn I think don't they Yeah they got this field You won't get hurt by grav That's alright Yeah they get, they get wounded on 60s uh, if a unit that contains one or more models with this special rule, siphoned vigor, spelt with a U for you Americans out there, um, don't say vigor either, you fools, completely destroys an enemy unit, i.e. causes the last model in the enemy unit to be removed as a casualty, because we need to be explained to what destroying an enemy unit means. Uh, in the assault phase only, all Voltergeist fields in the unit confer a 3-plus invulnerable save instead of a 5-plus invulnerable save until the end of the battle. That's pretty cool. That includes that includes catching an enemy unit in a sweeping advance. How are these eighteen points, though? Um. Well, they, they got dartboard point cost, didn't they? Feel no pain. Yeah, they got and feel zealot. no pain and zealot and a five up invulnerable. No, they've not got feel no pain. They're only suffering three. Scout lasers from six. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Practically, yeah. doing it. They seem a bit pricey. I think the unit's a bit shit, but the models well, look lovely. They're an assault-based unit, aren't they? So obviously they have to be pointed prohibitively so that no one uses them. True. True. <laughs> but they um, do look really nice. They have absolutely no options whatsoever. You cannot do anything other than buy more of them. You can take up to 20 in a unit if you're well. insane. Um, an electro leech stave. Let's go to page 76 and find out what that does. Do you know, I think these would be used as cultists for chaos more than anything. Yeah, like nice Iron Warriors cultists or something. Um, Electro Leech Stave. Strength plus two, AP four, so that's pretty good. Um, Concussive. They have the Electro Leech special rule and they're two-handed. Any to wound roll of a six made by an Electro Leech Stave has the instant death special rule. Hmm. So that's good for, like, tar-pitting Thunderwolves then and stuff, maybe, perhaps. Not bad. Not 18. Especially, especially with those re-rolls, anyway. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, as we said, the Voltergeist field is a 5-up invulnerable, which goes up to a 3-up for the rest of the game if they completely destroy an enemy unit. What's the fluff reason behind that? We've had enough fluff for one show, Mike. Oh, here we go. Oh. They use electrotech 
eldritch weapons that suck the bioelectricity from living creatures, drawing it out in one great draft and harnessing it within their core capacitors. Once <sighs> stolen, that sacred energy can be used to power the holy instead of the heretical, crackling around them in such measure it can even burn away incoming projectiles. What a load of shit. <laughs> <clears throat> I can remember when I was a teenager with my last week with my um second edition Space Wolf Codex you know the one with the ginger looking Logan Grimnir type guy on the front cover of it big yellow back I don't know if anyone remembers it because you were all about three years old when that came out well Matt was anyway yeah (laughs) he picked the book up once because obviously I used to sit there and read it cover to cover all the time Uh, he picked it up once and went to the just started reading from whatever page I was on I was on the Iron Priest page and the first thing he started reading was something about forged in the iron furnaces of the Fang and for 20 years after that whenever I did anything Warhammer related he just shouted forged in the iron furnaces at me who who is this? my dad (laughs) so yeah that shows you how, how memorable this bollocks is that they come up with fair play it is it is still bollocks <laughs> uh, let's go on to the Corpuscari Electro Priests which are also 18 points a model they um, they're the shooty versions so that means they've got weapon skill 3 ballistic skill 4 instead of the other way around um, they've got strength 3 toughness 3 one wound initiative 3 they've still got two attacks and leadership 9 um why do the destroyers sure. not get BS4 then if these guys do huh these guys get BS4 but the destroyers don't I don't no. like that because they're actually human <clears throat> I guess like yeah. be do these guys suck do these guys what do these guys suck all the uh, the life force read procreation for uh, a three no, person vulnerable team no oh. they don't have siphoned vigour uh, they've got a Voltergeist field. They have electrostatic gauntlets, though, apparently. Um, <laughs> Sounds impractical. They have uh, canticles of the, they, <laughs> the electrostatic gauntlets. I just imagine them rubbing just their getting, feet on the carpet. Stuff. <laughs> it just looks like they're doing jazz hands. I just, I'm just imagining them just rubbing. You see, you see the picture. They've got like those big fat slippers. I just can imagine them like rubbing them vigorously <laughs> on the carpet and then just giving people electric shocks. Um, canticles of the Omnissiah feel no pain and zealot, the same as the Fulgurites. Um, they have this shock special rule. Whenever a model with the special rule makes attacks with its electrostatic gauntlets in the shooting phase or the assault phase, each to hit roll of a six causes two additional hits on the target. Uh, so snap- snapshots Tesla. never cause additional hits as a result of this special rule. The model rather than a weapon, then basically. Yeah, basically. Um, They're just coming up to you, rubbing the hand on a balloon and going, Zap! Um, let's have a look what the electrostatic gauntlets do. Pose 76. <clears throat> electrostatic gauntlets. See page 74. <laughs> I can't wait for someone to try cosplays one of these and electrocute himself. <laughs> what a brilliant... And then there it is. It's the entry in... The... Why did they say page 76? What the fuck is wrong with this? Is, it's, it's, it's is the this a choose hole. my own adventure fucking book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just get your finger on the arse page, mate. It'd be fine. <laughs> uh, electrostatic gauntlets. Um, so the shooting version is range 12, strength 4, AP dash, assault 2, twin linked. So kind of bobbins. 
Um, the Malay version is strength plus one, AP dash, and that's it. Um, so How many points are these? 18 again. 18 Whoa. again. Or you could take cultists. You know, actually, I've decided these would be great for um, Thousand Sons cultists. Make your mind up, Adam. They're nice when models, they make, apart from When the they feet. make Thousand Sons good, these would be perfect. They're wearing brothel <laughs> creepers, you know, like those weird emo shoes that you see people, those sort of emo Corrective shoes. shoes. You say they wear corrective <laughs> shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't really like these very much, to be honest with you. The models, I'm not a massive fan of these models. The combat ones are quite all right, but the shooty version seems a bit retarded. Yeah, the combat ones look better. Mr. Just walking around going, Jeff Hands. Ta-da! Moving on into the heavy support of the Castellan robot nipples. The man nipples. Man nipples. The man nipples. Female nipples. No, there's no females involved in the uh, Mechanicus. Uh, so the Castellan robots, they're 290 points per unit, minimum cost. That gets wow. you two robots and one Cybernetica Datasmith. Who uh, can't join the unit because it's in the rule book saying you can't join monstrous creatures, yeah? Ha ha. Um, obviously, this is a exception <laughs> because they're already in the unit. So he's not joining the that. unit. It is a unit already. Yeah. But it does mean other characters can't join it. Or does it? it yes, it does. Of course it does. Um, so. so the robots... Go, they look like GoBots, like budget. They look like scuba divers from the, back in the day. Big Hero 6s, that's what they are. Uh, they are Weapon Skill 3, Ballistic Skill 3. Wonderful. Strength 6, Toughness 7. Three wounds. Nice. Two on the initiative, and they've got two attacks. Uh, Their leadership 7, and they have a 3-up save. They sound awful. <laughs> they might have amazing weapons. Uh, the data smith. Have. The data smith is weapon skill three, ballistic skill four, strength four, toughness four, two wounds, uh, initiative three, two attacks, leadership nine, with a two up save. Uh, the war gear. Uh, the data smith. Data smith's obviously got artificer armor for the two up. He's got a gamma pistol. I uh, don't know what that does. Uh, it makes makes people angry. crazy. Yeah, it makes, <laughs> yeah. Um, makes them go green. Data Spike, which we went through earlier, he's got a power fist and a refractor field. So giving him initiative three is brilliant. Um, Sweeping events. Yeah. Uh, the robot's got um, Castellan Battle Hide, which gives him a three up save. It's got a carapace mounted incendine combustor. His little flaily cloak is giving them a two up and their big armour is only a three up yeah flaily cloak technology mate that's what it is advanced um, fashion of the 41st millennium that's it <laughs> um, you're throwing me off now that's it carapace mounted incending combustor and two power fists um, the robots are fearless does fearless confer, confer to a unit it doesn't, yes. does it? oh it does now Okay. Uh, um, I don't. 
Yeah, they're not. I don't think you want the power fist, do you? Well, let's see what they can change. Um, so the robots have got a special rule called the Castellan Battle Protocols, which we mentioned a bit earlier in the Warlord Traits. Uh, sorry, was it in the Warlord Traits? It was in something, anyway. Oh, no, it was in one of the relics. Um, Castellan Battle Protocols. Castellan robots always begin the game with the Aegis Protocol active. See below. You can select a new battle protocol at the end of any of your turns, so long as a Castellan robot maniple has a Cybernetica Datasmith in the unit. However, the new battle protocol does not become active until the start of your next turn. The unit's current battle protocol remains active until then. When a new battle protocol becomes active at the start of your turn, it immediately replaces the former battle protocol's special rules. So let's go for this first one which you always start the game with which is the Aegis Protocol all robots in the unit have the feel no pain special rule nice the Conqueror Protocol all robots in the unit double their attacks characteristic but cannot make shooting attacks of any kind shooting attacks yeah yeah no shooting attacks that turn um, and no Overwatch, I presume, as well. Uh, Protector Protocol. All Castellan robots in the unit can fire their carapace-mounted weapons twice, but cannot move under any circumstances. <coughs> so those are those special rules there. Uh, move under any circumstances, do? so no so piling. Yeah, no piling. No. Hmm. That doesn't work. Um, Repulsor Grid. Castellan robots have a 5 plus invulnerable save against shooting attacks. Uh, furthermore, each time a Castellan robot is targeted by a shooting attack and passing a saving throw of any kind on roll of a 6, the shot is deflected. If a shot is deflected, the unit that fires it suffers immediate hit, resolved with the strength, AP, value, and special rules of the hit that was originally allocated to the Castellan robot, as if it had just been shot at by the Castellan robot. That's not bad. A repulsor grid cannot deflect blast or template weapons or psychic shooting attacks. Here's a funny one then. Can you sh- I'm shooting there? you from inside my rhino. Yeah. You sh- it bounces back, and kills the, the guys unit. inside the rhino. Wouldn't it hit the unit though? <laughs> yeah, it kills the guys in the rhino. Mm. Yeah, but if you're shooting out the top hatch. Yeah, it'd just hit the rhino, wouldn't it, surely? Rhino didn't hit it. The rhino didn't fire it. Yeah, but that's the unit, isn't it? Really, it's all the same thing. Yeah, kind that's of, just transport. Yeah. Totally different unit. Yeah. yeah. Or inside a building or something like that. It... Yeah. Yeah, there's some funny oh. things in this book. That's kind of weird, isn't it? I suppose, yeah. That's the thing they're trying to do. Like, as you try and introduce flavorful stuff, you sort of get dragged down by. Lack of rules writing. <laughs> like the, the realities of the game they've made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying Amazing. to be a bit kind. I didn't want to be as negative as I always am. Well, that, that wasn't very negative. That well, was that's just, what that we was expect from you. The yeah. truth is negative sometimes. Where's Ramsey yes. gone? Ramsey's asleep. Oh, is he? Bless He's married yeah. now, remember. Oh. That's the point. We need to say congratulations. Oh, yeah. How was that, anyway? It was good. Good, good. We all got smashed because he kept buying shots. <laughs> On his wedding night. Poor James. I got showered up by one of the barmaids. The last thing I said to James Saturday night was, at least get it up. And you got showered up for that? Yeah. For being me? No, I had to say, she, she, she was like, I overheard that. Such a typical thing to say. But that was the first thing I said to James. 
It was. The day after as well. Did you get it up? <laughs> Whoa. You didn't give a definite answer, did you? No, I asked him the next day when I saw him. <laughs> Bless him, young James. Not here to defend myself. Young James. Um, he was young compared to me. That was he's, fu- say he's that. 54 years old. What are you about? <laughs> Just his baby face. <laughs> I think you're the, Mike's the oldest here than Alex. <laughs> no, Adam, Adam's the oldest. How old are you, Mike? I'm 34. And how? Yeah, old yeah are Adam? Adam's old. 37. Jesus Christ, Adam. Thanks for that. <laughs> Mike just had around. a tough paper round. Yeah, exactly. I just had a very hard paper round. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yeah. Can I finish? Can I finish these robots? The man Sorry, nipples. Please. The man nipples are awaiting. <laughs> um, oh, you can add. You can add more of the, the data smith guys. But they're fifty points a model. Jesus fuck. Because he has a two up save and two wounds. And a power fist. That's not ridiculously costed. Yes, it is. Uh, not if you consider a power fist, 25 points. Two up save. The power fist you get two on a save. space marine is 25 points. Oh, guardsman. Okay, we'll hey, say 20. Iron, I suppose he's strength four as well, so yeah, he's effectively a space like. marine anyways. And his two wounds. Yeah. yeah. An iron priest needs to buy a fundable cavalry for that. Yeah. For two wounds, and that's 100 points. And he only gets to be strength nine as well. Exactly. Um... <laughs> You can include up to four additional robots, 120 points each. Jesus Christ. Um, 40 points a wound. A robot may replace both its power fists with a twin-linked heavy phosphor blaster. Uh, Hope it's a tree. 10 points. Ooh. So 50 points each now. Um, I wish they put like things at nine points and stuff just to make the 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 paperwork excruciating for this army. Things not add up properly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, any robot may replace its mounted incendine combustor with a heavy phosphor blaster. So it's already got one heavy phosphor blaster because you're going to get rid of the power fist. So basically, they're fifty-five points each with two phosphor blasters. One of which is no more than that. Are they? They're 120 points base a second ago. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was saying 50 points a wound. <laughs> Jesus wept. Um, so Jesus fucked and Jesus wept so far. So exactly. It's, not, it's, it's yeah, not an interesting good. time. <laughs> uh, heavy phosphor blaster is... He must have been receiving. Inches, strength 6, AP 3, heavy 3. So That's not bad. That's not terrible. So if you give him two of them, it's 135 points a model. They get six strength six shots at AP3. Is that the one with the Luminessa upgrade? Yeah, it's got the Lumina General. Yes. Yeah. What's the range on them? 36. It's not bad. Mm, so you, not bad. once you've moved up once, then you can sit there and go, I'm not moving for the rest of the game and firing 12 shots strength yeah, six. Yeah, I think it's worth yeah. I think it's worth the 15 points. If you're going to spend 120 points on the robots, you're going to spend the 15 points to get rid of the fucking power fists and... Take the. What is that? It looks like a heavy stubber on its back. Yeah, that's the one we were just talking about. The phosphor. Don't have the pictures at the back. What? That's AP three, is it? I didn't say what the incendine combustor did. Yeah, that's the phosphor blaster. Yeah, so that's the template. Strength 4 AP5 Assault 1 Torrent So that's basically a torrent flame Wonderful 
Well, Do you have any of the special rules? Like haywire mixed in there? It or has nothing. Something you can't pronounce? No. I can Damn. pronounce everything. It just has torrent. It's literally just a torrent flamer. Yeah, the flamers are a bit shit in this book, aren't they? Yeah, they're just flamers, basically. Um, so, yeah, I think you'd probably want to swap out all of the guns and the fists and just load it up with the uh, heavy phosphor blasters and walk up and not move for the rest of the game if you're going to play these. Are they monstrous sure. creature type things? They are well? monstrous creatures, yeah. yeah. So they have, like, sure. they ignore armour and everything anyway? Yes, they're AP2 and all that. The combat ones uh, don't be too bad because you can double your attacks. Just have the shooty ones. No, just have the shooty ones. Well, they're Why AP2 not? anyway and strength 6, so yeah, you don't need a exactly. fist. You don't need just strength 10, really, do you? Well, how um, many attacks would they get on the charge if they had three. double? Oh, if they had double attacks? Well, um, six. So they no, get they get six attacks on the charge. So they got two power. They got two attacks base. So you double it up to four. Then add one for the power fists and add one for the charge. So six. That's but, not too bad. But, double fist. But if they don't have that rule, if they don't have the fists, they still get five attacks anyway. With yeah. that rule. So all you're getting is one extra bonus attack having power fists I go with a shooty every day yeah it's a BS3 which puts you off the fist yeah but you've got loads of shooting haven't you yeah loads of shots, shots. loads of shots and half of them are twin linked as well remember? and the fact they're okay in combat anyway without the fist yeah exactly people don't yeah. want to charge them no yeah definitely put the shooting on and they are tough three wounds tough to seven so that's the reason why you know what's the point of putting the uh, the combat on them but it's 300 points for 24 strong 6 AP3 shots well they're kind of survivable platforms aren't they that's not bad you've got a tool tank. as well you stick the HQ in there and just stick the wounds back on them as well with his two up two up <laughs> yeah with his two up and you can try again because he's got another armour underneath <laughs> um, as you said Data Smith can um, get items from the special issue war gear and the relic lists as well oh, sweet you can buy them a 2 up save yeah for free <laughs> so shall we have a look that's, that's all the units in the book um, so that's two boxes three boxes and a clan pack which gives you six units and an HQ nice um so let's look at the formations, which is the important stuff these days. It's basically what makes or breaks these um, these books. So the first one's the Cohort Cybernetica. Uh, it's one Tech Priest Dominus and two Castellan Robot Man Nipples. Uh, special rules. Adept of the Cybernetica, the formation's Tech Priest Dominus counts as a Cybernetica Datasmith for the purposes of the Castellan Battles Protocol special rule. So basically you can stick him in the unit and... No, because he's an independent character and they're monstrous creatures. Ha ha. Can an independent character join... No, he can't, can he? No. No. No, restrictions. All models are filled as a single unit, even though it's not normally allowed. Oh, so there we go. Oh, crikey. And the Tepris can't leave the unit. Okay, so you get f you get a load of robots stomping across the table and at least two data smiths and the Tepris. It's pricey. Yes. You're looking at at least 700 points. <clears throat> 
In the shooting phase, any number of this formation's cybernetica datasmiths and or the tech priest dominus can choose to direct the fire of one of this formation's robots instead of shooting. For each model that does so, one of this formation's robots can shoot at a different target to the rest of the unit. That's not bad. I don't think it's worth it, though. One. Because you can just take a unit, a bigger unit of normal robots. Because you can have a unit of six of them anyway. Yeah. So unless you're taking, like, ten or twelve. And you can buy um, extra datasmiths as well. So, I mean, all, all this is letting you do is stick the tech priest in the unit, basically. Which means, can, which means he can unit. repair them. They should have a unit of more than six. Which, as I said earlier, he can't actually do because he can't join the unit. You're right. So this this allows you to put him in the unit and repair the unit. It's not it's not bad. It's not great, though. It doesn't I'd rather have two point. units of them if I'm going to take two units rather than have them as one big one. Mm. But you have to take two units in this, don't you? Or no, but they have to be no. one unit. So. Ah, uh, yeah. Which is kind of we- it's kind of weird, but it, I, th- I suppose it's just making you pay for at least four robots and two data smiths rather than just taking one. Well, money-wise, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is the important <laughs> thing after all. <laughs> well, of course. Moving on to the elimination maniple. Mm. Um, you need two to three units of Catafron destroyers and one to three units of Catas. Castellan robot manacles. I can pronounce anything. I can. <laughs> My mouth is bad. I didn't get <laughs> I said Castellan probably many times. Many, many times. Uh, elimination volley is their special rule. They have no restrictions. Uh, for the elimination volley, if a Castellan robot from this formation scores one or more unsaved wounds, glancing hits or penetrating hits on an enemy unit with a weapon that has the Luminogen special rule, all Catafron destroy units from this formation that target the same enemy unit add one to their ballistic skill characteristic, and their weapons gain the Ignores Cover special rule. Pretty good. Which is pretty good when they have... It's heavy still pretty, rav cannons. It's still so Wait. restrictive though, because you can kill one unit, and a lot of the time, if you're shooting stuff, the grav's great against to get the luminogen actual wound. Yeah, it's true. But you've got made AP3 robots as well, ignoring cover. Not groundbreaking, but it's but not. But the first unit doesn't though. So the first unit you fire. Yeah, but the first unit's going to be shooting like twelve bloody phosphor blaster shots per model, isn't it? Oh no, it has to be the Castellan robots. <coughs> yeah, which is not shooting. the Catron destroyers. Yeah, the robots. They oh yeah, the twin-linked heavy phosphor blasters that are shooting six each, aren't they? So. And not moving. Uh, so you got. Oh, no, it's not. It's not the big robots, Alex. Yeah, it is the big robots. Catron. Other the Johnny Fives, and it has to have a Castellan robot maniple as well. I'm looking at it right now. It's yes, got a picture yeah. and everything. I'm looking at it backwards. Now I was reading because it reading the Castellan robot has to do the wounds yeah. for all the destroyers to get the rerolls. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. So they've gone off shots. <laughs> yeah, and that's only with weapons that have the Luminogen special rule. But obviously, you're going to be taking the heavy phosphor blasters. Yeah, um, which have that anyway. So, I mean. <laughs> The only problem is, is you've got to take. I mean, I suppose you could take two units of the destroyers with grav. And I think I'd, a unit of the robots. Yeah, the only reason I wouldn't take three is because they have to shoot the same target. Yeah. But I'd maybe take third, just because put three seven drop pods. You can use one to go shoot somewhere else. Really, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of shots. 
It's pricey, but anything with ignores cover is good. Yeah, anything that's AP2 and ignores cover is pretty handy. I think having three units yeah, on nice the... Nice way of getting rid of those bloody Wraith Knights are going to have their toe in the... Yeah. Three units of the destroyers is nice and solid anyway, so yeah. you're not... If you, I think if you're taking this, you're probably going to take a couple of units of those. Mm. So it's probably one of the better ones to take because you get bonuses and you're not having to take crap you don't want to take. You might actually have a chance of killing a, a flyrant as well, possibly. You've only got to put one wound on it with the six million phosphor blasters, and then it can't jink when you shoot it with the uh, grav cannons, which are shooting. Is it six shots each or five? I think six. Isn't five. It? I think well, six for the heavy. If you do put these yeah, in drop six. pods, coming down ones. first first turn, that's going to clear the table. Some if somebody's mm. just hiding a couple of units. Mm. <clears throat> well, we'll see if they can go and drop pods. I, I'll talk about that a bit later on, but I think they're going to do an FAQ. Because um, there's been pictures around of, like, Dark Angel um, Devastator squads with the heavy grav cannons. Because uh, the new Devastator box has them in. Yeah, but you can't get that in the Dark Angel Codex. So Well, they might just redo the Dark Angel box in a no, week. They've probably just painted them green. <sighs> they're either, so they're either going to redo the book or... There's Which I've heard rumours of a new book anyway, so... Yeah. So, interesting anyway. Because um, they might they might then change the rules on the, the drop pods, like um, James was saying earlier, to only allow certain things in them. You know, not Centurions, basically. Or these uh, Cataphron destroyers. <clears throat> the Numinous Conclave is the next formation. It's made up of two to three units of Fulgurite Electro Priests. Moving on. Two Should to three units of Corpuscarite Electro Priests. Does it make them worth taking? You must have an equal <laughs> number of each type of unit in this formation, so you either have to have four or six units. <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> the special rules. They all get Crusader on top of Zealot, so that's kind of cool. Ah. Um, the Corpuscari Giveth. Models in a unit of Corpuscari Electro Priests from this formation that is within six inches of one or more units of Fulgurite Electro Priests from the formation fire one additional shot with their Electrostratic Gauntlets. So Ooh. they fire three shots instead of two. Uh, enemy units that suffer taketh away. Uh, enemy units that suffer one on one saves wounds from these shooting attacks are said to be electrified until the end of this sweet phase. <laughs> the most electrifying model in sports entertainment. They all have their eyebrows raised. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Fulgurites taketh away is the next rule because Games Workshop are brimming with originality. Is this show a bucket water over them first? <laughs> <your next> <laughs> 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 units, units of Fulgurite Electro Priests from this formation re-roll failed to, roll, uh, failed to wound rolls when fighting with their Electro Leech stays if they are locked in combat that contains any Electro units so basically if you shoot a unit with the corpus scari first and then you charge them with the fulgurites you get to re-roll fell to wound rolls when oh. fighting in combat for that you have to take four of these bloody units at 18 points a model yep yeah, you've never on. taken them anyway so <laughs> yeah forget it the holy requisitioner 
this formation is one Tech Priest Dominus and two to three units of Cataphron Breachers. Uh, this is the one that we've heard a lot about. They have the special rule Deep Strike. Um, Apparition Extremists. All models in the formation must be placed in Deep Strike Reserve. When making reserve rolls, make a single roll for the entire formation, which you can choose to re-roll. On a successful roll, all of the units in the formation arrive from reserve. They arrive at the same time. The formation's Tech Priest, um, Dominus, must be placed first, but he does not scatter when he deep strikes, so long as he is placed within six inches of an objective marker. His formation's Breachers do not scatter when they deep strike, so long as they are placed within six inches of the Tech Priest. Um, they have another rule as well, Inhuman Avarice. While they are within six inches of an objective marker, units of Cataform Breaches from this formation have Counterattack and Zealot. It's good. It is nice. It's just a damage output you gain from the Breaches. It's a bit one-shot. Yeah, if you shoot you guys, you'd be all right. And yeah. they're only coming in turn two as well, whereas you can slap the other boys in a drop pod and bring them in for 35 points and you don't have to pay for a... Well, you have to play for a Dominus, I guess, because you're going to take it in CAD or the other format. Well, it's the same argument as, as Deep Strike Reserve in a drop pod count. Yeah. But I still don't rate them that much. As a formation, the formation's really good for the benefits. It, it's just low damage output. Yeah, it's just not the units you want in it, is it? So, yeah, good formation, but... I mean, the meh. torsion cannons are not terrible. Like you said, they're useful for um, they're useful Wraith for getting knights. rid of big things, wraith knights mm. and knights and things. Um, you can take larger units and not worry about them scattering as well, which is cool. On other news, the picture on the next page is cool. Moving on then. Oh, can't see that. There is no picture on the next page. It's. There's, uh, there's no rules on the next page that's the end of it it's a pretty picture though it is a lovely picture what is it? Um, it's all these chaps fighting against Necron Wraiths oh no they're oh, no, they're not Wraiths they're Immortals were they and there's that the Deceiver, deceiver? Yeah. yeah well there is also the uh, other super duper free source formation uh, that's not in the book though is it? yeah we can talk about it where is that? White Dwarf maybe? who buys White Dwarf? Um, Forge the narrative, dude. You do. <laughs> you do, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me open my iPad and buy it now. Which episode? Which uh, issue is it? Episode, you know. Are you about to go and buy it, or do me just send you a picture? No, I'm we'll doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> right, <so. laughs> the sales adverts going. really work on you, don't they? <laughs> yeah, this is the problem why we keep on getting ruled yeah. round down our throat for money. I bet you're not allowed to, to watch commercials, are you, Alex? <laughs> you just end up buying shit. <laughs> Banned at home. Where's this fucking picture? Finding it. Could have bought it by now. You know, I used to buy White Dwarf every week. Well, Whenever a lot of people came used came. to. Oh, yeah. Came, White Dwarf. I, used to buy... I, I used to buy all the codexes as well. I bought yeah. all the codexes still in hardback. What, all of them? Every single one. What? You're a crazy man. For the good yeah. of the podcast. For the good of yeah. So I bought the uh, White Dwarf, issue 69, gonna... for £2.49. Mm-hmm. Are you going to read the rest of that? Oh, my fuck. Why, so, would, I wanna, yeah. why would I want to know how a, how a very, very, very substandard painter 
paints their models. So there you go, listeners. That's how That's dedicated hard. we are to this podcast. We're going to Japan 49 and a White Dwarf mid-episode for you guys. Exactly. Um, <laughs> nice we. Nice That's how much expendable <laughs> income we have to invest into this hobby. Um, so, the so formation... please send them in to... Well, all, all we want you guys to do is come down and support our tournament, which is in November the 8th. So, yeah, careful that. Get a free, get a free digital copy of White Dwarf. <laughs> I'll print out copies of this formation for everybody that attends. And Jesse's giving out hugs for five dollars. Topless hugs for five dollars. Um, Adeptus Mechanicus. Let me read the thing, Adam. I'm glad I talked over you because I heard what you said. Um, Adeptus Mechanicus War Convocation. The formation is one Cult Mechanicus Battle Congregation detachment from the Cult Mechanicus. One Skatari Battle Maniple from the Codex Skatari, and one what Imperial Knight Oath Sworn Detachment. See the Codex Imperial Knights. There are no restrictions, literally none. Unbound. The world is your oyster. Um, special rules Machine Brotherhood of Mars. All units in this formation have the Canticles of the Omnisire special rule, even though they do not all have the Cult Mechanicus function. Faction that could be absolutely fucking horrible. Hang on, is that the yes. one where you like yes. get fifteen? Bear, bear in mind that's the first thing you've Jesus read, and it's Christ. already broken to fuck. Okay, next one, Alpha Dominus. If your formation tech priest Dominus is your warlord, you can re-roll the result. Okay, great. You can re-roll the warlord traits table. Ooh. I'm making a knight a warlord because it's more fun. Uh, Might of the Adeptus Mechanicus All weapon and war gear options Taken by units in this formation Including any relics of Mars Or Arcana Mechanicum are free Furthermore All weapons with the Gets Hot special rule Carried by a model in this formation No longer have the fucking hill I'm taking Catafrons with plasma cannons (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah It's not bad no, you're taking all the basic Skatari guys with triple plasma gun. Mm. Because it rather mean thirty points a gun, it's now free. Exactly. Free and points. you're buying you're buying two sets of two of armor. Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I want all of the armor. Yeah. Oh you can so you can take up to three um three knights, which is nice. But what what knight would be the best one? Oh you Whatever. can take the one with the, the two guns, wouldn't you? Depends if it fits in points wise. But well, yeah, get the free. Well, you just get the you get the cheapest knight, and then you just give it every weapon it's got. Which one's the one with all the guns? The Crusader. Crusader. Or twenty five, and you upgrade its gun for five points for free. You give it a missile pod on top for free. Can everything take, for free. Can take st- oh, no, it can't take anything. You <laughs> give it sanctuary out. for free. Does anybody work out the dietary points to do this? Yeah, Gary did it the other day. You can, you can get it in 1850. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you how don't many pay for points, half of it. How many points would it actually cost if you were to point it out? 2,000 something. It's like 2,400 odd. But you do have to take a lot of units that you wouldn't normally bother taking. Free stuff. And they all get that very nasty Colt Mechanicus rule. Which is like crazy for knights, isn't it? You can get knights with stealth and shrouded. That'd be cool. Because <laughs> because you've got so many units in here as well, you're always going to have the eight plus thing as well. So yeah, yeah, that's a good point. 
So you get to re-roll all fell rolls to hit when making close combat or shooting attacks or... And obviously you'll take the piece of war gear for free that allows you to use something twice. And the scores, not bad. It's free. Yeah, it's free. It's fine. None of it's bad. You'd take the whole fucking lot, wouldn't you? Surely. Everything. Is there a limit to how many items they can take? No. On each model, like you might say, can select one item from this list. Can select one from this list. I mean, only if you only if it's stuff that you have to like swap for a weapon or something. Otherwise, go to town. Yep. Bling them out. I heard you like war gear. Except for <laughs> Dominus, may take items from this list. Hey, dog. Hey, tell you something. You'd have a nightmare trying to make this wizzy wig for Pete's tournament. <laughs> well, it is also three sources, so... It, or is it one source? That's the question. Three sources. Ketchup, like, mayonnaise, yeah. and barbecue. <laughs> exactly. It's like the Burger 20 sauce, Pete mate. nugget thing. Burger sauce, mate. Winning sauce. Winning sauce. Man sauce. Tiger blood. So that is, it is an interesting question. What do you guys think? I know what, uh, you know. Mike made his thoughts clear on the Facebook, um, but do you want to reiterate them, Mike? Bullshit. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> is all I heard. Too much, too much for free. Far too much for free. It's like, yeah, this is a nice fluffy choice, but the fluffy players won't be thinking that. The tournament players will get hold of it, and it will just be like, here's an extra 900-odd points worth of really nasty stuff in this 1,800-point army. So, I don't like it. Just trying to sell us models, making us buy stuff. Ringing us dry. That's basically it. I don't quite understand the logic behind it. So I must get bored and go, I want to use all my toys. <coughs> I can't fit them in points in this game. I know. What can I trim points? Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, what's been free before? It's like, well, maybe some, like, demons... Yeah. But some Vanguard some veterans, demons. some Vanguard veterans can like Death Company free. used to be free. Yeah, yeah, you can get like free upgrade or free weaponry for that. But it was still shit. It was still Death Company in the thing. It wasn't like it was fucking plasma guns <laughs> that don't get don't hot. get hot anymore. Yeah, or like all the war gear you could ever want. I mean, it's like imagine the sergeant. Oh, do you remember when you first started making army lists and you gave everyone <laughs> everything? That's, no, when you start making the models, you just lose to function. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's ideal for me. It's to literally just roll your model around in your in a bits box. And <laughs> 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 see what's stuck to it at the end and say, yep, that's that. To be honest, they should give them slow and purposeful because they're going to be carrying that much. <laughs> that's fair. The baggage train army. Horrible shit. But oh no, James! James doesn't think it's that bad. James thinks it's quite restrictive. Yeah, because you have to take so many certain units. But but I don't well, think it's only be that bad. it's only. Well, I can't remember off the top of my head what the skills one is. Let me double check that. I can't find where I put the book, which obviously I care about so much. So sorry. <laughs> I've got a copy on my phone. I mean, yes, legal copy. Everyone go download legal copies. On the internet, yeah, because yes. we're sponsored by Games Workshop, and we really care yeah, 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 yeah. they make. Really, yeah. we just we just have to put it through the translator from Mandarin. <laughs> the Skatari Man Nipple is two troops choices. Is that it? Yeah, 
So how's that expensive? That's like 110 points. Yeah. So how's this in any way restrictive? I don't understand. I don't understand. So you have to take one HQ, three troops, and a knight, and you get everything for three other than that. Four, troop, four troops and a knight. Sorry. Four troops. It's um, still like 210 points for those four troops, though, isn't it? 220 points no because oh. some of them are the destroyers the destroyers uh, are 165 each you don't yeah, care they're useful. taking them anyway yeah but they're useful see 165 165 they're what 110 aren't they the other ones yeah for two units yeah 55 each so and they will have a job they might not, they might not do the most you know the well they're well, just they standing will. at the back they've shot they'll do, a, they'll do a job they'll they've got all the free upgrades so you walk around and go I've got three plasmas I've got in 15 unit. plasma guns in this unit <laughs> for free <laughs> bullshit let alone you can give the knight like another fucking iron how shield. much is the knight 375 uh, say 425 we've got points to spare take them with double guns yeah, you give them a missile pod on top that's only 970 upgrade his next gun give him sanctuary you've got a thousand points of basically just bare bones <laughs> units yeah and then, then so then then you get up to 1850 and then you add all the upgrades well I can add 50 points straight onto a knight you can add 50 uh, points onto every bit, unit basically yeah, they, you're, they, only they, at, you're only at 970 with the basic units that you have to take. They need to uh, release every unit. So I don't. Is make, so is I, taking 50 points on average. Yeah, cool. And right. you can take another, what, seven units, say? So we've got, what, 10 units? Extra 500 points, That's roughly. Fair. Super fair. That's crazy. I was, I was biting my fist listening to Forza Narrative talk about this. It's like they were arguing how it wasn't overpowered. And it was only quite good. It was like, what was their what? point of view? For they, why thought it was, they thought it was really fluffy. It is really fluffy. To... I'm not going to argue that it isn't. It is really fluffy, but that has... Yeah, what's the fluffy in terms of I'm the bad the... guy, you're the good guy. <laughs> because they make it, so surely like they'd have it, you know? Uh, what's it's... fluffy about having everything for free, though? It doesn't fit. It does not fit no. in the, the way we play the game and the way that they're going. It's like two totally different... Um, is is this a start of Shrey stuff? But what's the point in having point values then? They just want to sell models. Exactly. In case you so don't have a knight to use at the time. Oh, it's just... It, it is it still being shipped from China? Hasbro. I'll say it again. <laughs> Come on, Hasbro, rescue us. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Adam, what do you think? Let's hear you moan for a bit. How many people do you have to kill to be classed a serial killer? <laughs> Two, I think. Right. I think you have to have, just have the same um, method. Pattern. You need a pattern. Because yeah, it's not it's not very definite, is it? Drowning in plastic sprue. Smart. I really I really like the. I really like aspects of what they're doing. I like giving us loads of new stuff. I like all the new units and the designs. I like giving us a new faction. Like we've been waiting for Admech for years and years and years, and they've turned up and the models are great. Only you just wish the rules would go away. Um, <laughs> I like them giving us new stuff to play with. I think it's you know it could slow down a bit, definitely. Um, you know they. they I, 
I wish they'd just stick to like one new lump of rules a month rather than one every week but that is what it is um, I think there's not enough space between codexes and they're redoing codexes far too quickly like Eldar and Space Marines being redone already is just ridiculous um, yeah. Chaos should deserve it more yeah exactly and yeah. Sisters exactly but they tried I mean they tried to make the Chaos work with the Corn Demon Kin book and no they, they bought, didn't they then got they bought the Eldar out <laughs> yeah, they didn't try it no one wants Demon Kin people want Legions <laughs> yeah yeah. no one was asking for Demon Kin they're being stubborn though. They're, they're, everyone Demon King asking for Legions been awesome. Yeah. It could have been really good. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, it could have been. But it's I'd rather just... have legions. <laughs> yeah. And that's the point. Like, I, I, I appreciate what they're trying to do, but I think the execution leaves a lot to be desired. It's, uh, it's weird. This is the problem when you've been crying for years, as we all have done, like, oh, why can't they just release things a bit sooner? Why can't they do more? Why can't they make codices every, like, every two years or something? It's like that episode of... Um, it. Yeah, it's like that episode of The Simpsons when Homer goes to, um, to, to hell. And um, the devil's like, ah, oh, I heard you donuts. like donuts. <laughs> so, like, we're going to force feed you donuts. But, like, you know, fortunately, Homer was able to continue eating them. Yeah, so it's nothing like it. <laughs> it's just unfortunately. It's, it's more like Professor X, you know, from, from X-Men, when he's sitting there trying to get hold of every mutant ever. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is brilliant, this is brilliant. And then it slowly becomes far too much. And it yes. ends up destroying everything. Yes, slowly drives him mad. Yeah, his brain breaks. Yeah, I think so this is amazing. Give it, Alex. Uh, well. It's the only example of it I could think of that was visual, but yeah, it's like this is <laughs> this is what we want, so we're going to trick you and give you it. It's, yeah, I know it. what it's like. Yeah. It's like when you're a bit constipated, you really need a shit, and then too much comes out, and you fill the bowl, and it's overflowing, and Wonderful. it's all going bad. <laughs> no wonder we want that. You're, you're Nobody wants that. No, you had to no. spoil it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really appreciate what they're doing, the model design, and the fact they're giving us new stuff, and that's all great. But it needs a filter on it I think but do you think that they're only trying to make this year look financially really good to set it um, no because they would have brought fantasy out by now but they are and bringing they fantasy brought... out in a couple of months yeah but it's n- it depends because if someone's looking at the financial year though yeah but if they were looking at the financial year they'd have put out the marine book instead of the Eldar book wouldn't they I just think they're trying to sell stuff. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, to make to make. I think book, I just yeah. think they've got loads of stuff really backed good. up, and they're just flinging it all out. Um, which yeah, is fine. There's, but there's nothing wrong with it in from their point of view, is it? Because they're <laughs> they must uh, be doing a fortune before this. Well, they are, but they're they're selling it to. I don't. I don't think they are making people. a fortune because I think like normal people don't go oh well I want to buy this and then the next book comes out and goes oh I really want to buy this as well like we have a budget that we can afford to spend on hobby like that that amount of money doesn't really go up if they put out more I mean there's obviously a bit of leeway if they put out loads of really cool stuff that appeals to us but it's not like if if they keep putting stuff out we're going to bankrupt ourselves buying it there's a there's a breaking point surely like so if there's a book every four months then people go oh that's cool I'll spend 20 quid on the book I'll buy a unit to paint up or something but people can't afford to do that every other month yeah but yeah. The, black, the black market in codexes alone is rife and you it's not something you, you you'd be able to step back from now no. You know what I mean? Well, I, it's like people used to buy all the books and I, you know, we used to make a good profit on that. No. Yeah, when seventh came out... No one does. And there was a book every four or five months. I was buying the hardback books. I preferred to have the hardback. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So I, I, I thought so it was nice. brilliant. I was so yeah. happy with that. You know, they're redoing everything. Oh, great. Everything's been redone now. Everything's got a new 
quote-unquote sixth or seventh edition book. They're all yeah. in hardcover. Great. Oh, they're going to redo Eldar. They're going to redo Knights. Oh, they're going to Marines. There's a know? point where you can't afford to keep up and do that. <laughs> yeah, but you're looking at it from the point of view uh, of having everything, and not everybody does that. Some people only collect... A couple of armies or one army. Oh, no, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I was buying. But that's what I was. That, but that was the point I was making, Adam. That yeah, some people do only buy one army and what have you. But like bringing out all this new stuff and then redoing it and what have you, it's it's a bit too much for people. I think. I mean, if if you split them armies amongst the people, the ones that are buying say once a year where their army comes out, you'll get more people buying because you get their armies come more often. So every six months or something, somebody might be buying something. I mean, maybe maybe yeah. they're looking at maybe they're looking at like models like you know the video games market where they sell you a new game every year, you know, for, yeah. for sixty quid or whatever. Like, so you know, buy your buy your twenty fifteen Space Marine book, buy your twenty sixteen Space Marine. I get models. what Adam's saying up there because it's like the people are going to buy for the two armies they collect. Yeah. So those people might only be buying things every three or four years before, whereas now they're buying things every year. Yeah, even if exactly. they're only collecting for a couple of armies. Definitely, definitely. I, I think they know what they're doing in terms of that aspect. To be honest with you, um, I, I genuinely do. I think they know how how their sales are going, but it's really they're just selling to a smaller and smaller portion. Yeah, the of people, PR right? side of it, it, look, it just looks too cynical. They're not getting the they're not getting the they're not getting the people side of it. They're getting the they're getting the numbers side of it and the analysis side of it, but they're not getting the people side of it. I don't think so. And I, I, I would have no problem with them putting out an Eldar book and then putting out new units or an updated version. Like, I like the fact that they've updated the jet bikes. We all knew they were there. That's great. But, you know, if they'd have put out, like, new units, for example, maybe for, for books that are quite limited. I would have liked to see the jet bikes out with the last book because everyone yeah. had seen the sculpts before yeah. that book came out. Yeah, but, definitely. Oh, well. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Somebody tell them. Somebody make me convinced. I think the big thing for what 40K, what's going to happen with 40K is when they release the pool codexes to see what they do with them. Because if they're still poor, like the Chaos and the Dark Angels, then I think you're going to get problems and then you might start seeing people leave. Well, the Marine book, mate, the Marine book. I mean, I... I that's I'm a really, really important one, right? I don't but hold out good. much hope for the Marine book. I don't think it's going to be very good at all. I think it's going to be shit. No, the Marine book, as it is now, is really good. Yeah, but it's going to be... It's still it's nothing not going to be Eldar. worse. It's not, yeah, but it's not going to be worse. Nothing's going to be Eldar, though, really Mike. Is the Marine book really good right now? Really? Yeah. Really? It's not why? It's still, really good. It's held why itself. is it really good? Because, because I the think, Battle Brothers. I think... You're saying that, but what people are taking is not really out of the Marines. Not Marines, yeah. They're doing it with other books because they can. I think all people are really taking from the Marine book is, you know, chapter masters and centurions. And, and bikes. Yeah, I, I think I the Marine think, book's held but up. They're, no, they're not taking bikes now. Like, because you you're people taking. Are still. Not really, though. You're taking Dark Angels for the bikes because they're just better at it. No, the Marine ones are better. Why? Yeah. For what? The marine, the troop marine bikes are better than the dark That's, angel ones. You don't see that. Like only idiots like me play that build. That's not good. <laughs> well, like the team event next weekend, out of eight teams, I think three have bike lists, marine bike lists. Idiots, fools. 
I think Why what you need to up there is people are taking the powerful list, the current powerful list, yeah. and you're not seeing the Marine builds, but it doesn't make the Marine Codex bad. Oh, no, the Marine I just Codex don't, is still good. I don't think the Marine Codex is... It's solid second yeah. tier. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a high mid tier book, I think, which, which is, is which is a good place for it you to want, be. Though. Yeah. You want every book to be in that slot. Yeah, I'm happy with that book. I don't, but I don't think it's great. I don't think it's like an oh my god, you play Marines, you cheesy bastard. Oh no, it's great because it's not that. <laughs> and the new book is going to have more options, so it's going to be slightly better, I think. It's not going to be a huge power jump, but it's going to be slightly better purely for three drop pods or other formations you can take. Or three Vindicators firing as one to a large blast, which ignores yeah. cover. It's just if you compare it to Aldar, then you're going to be, ah, oh, it's crap. But it's not. <laughs> That's the thing. It's not. you just got to forget about Aldar. As a standalone it book, it's really good. Yeah. I the, inter- the internal builds within it, everything. It's kept Thanks. the fluff. It's Next time, this well, this new book is going to be dangerous. It's a dangerous yeah, time. How can you see it being worse when you know you're going to get all these formations in it? They're not going to change that much to the unit. You're just going to get more options. But I'm a bit numb to all formations, aren't you? Well, we'll know in next week's episode. The thing is, there's so much um, there's so much dross in those formations. So it's like. You just look through them and go like, okay, which one's the great one? Okay, yeah, that one. Like, I, I forget yeah. the rest. Which of one? Exists. Which one has accidentally been, you know? Which one gives you five hundred three points? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If if there was if there was someone, even if it was a despicable evil mastermind with an idea of how to make the game awesome, or just to sell models or something, you know then I wouldn't mind so much but it's just it's just there's no one at the rudder I seriously believe that there's no one with any overarching plan and that puts us all in a dangerous spot does that make any sense? but what's love got to do? got to do apparently Tudor Turner thinks that makes a lot of sense <laughs> <laughs> well I think we've only just started doing tournaments now haven't we well a lot of people haven't with the new Aldar and I think what reflects us on how we play and whether we want to play is do we enjoy tournaments? So we've got to give it a bit of time. We've got to give these new releases chance to see where the meta goes, haven't we? I won't. I won't say where I went, but this just gives you an idea of sort of the the thought process at a games workshop employee. I went to a games workshop store and I was just mentioning about which know, one was it? Bringing out. New, new books changing the rules too regularly because my issue is um, <clears throat> it's a big outlay financially you know regardless of whether you're buying it from GW or from China it doesn't matter like it's it's still quite a big outlay, outlay financially to buy an 1850 point army and then it's a big time outlay to get it painted up and what have you that's if you can be bothered to do that two three years later <laughs> yeah exactly especially for me so you can understand how much now if they're if they're bringing out a new book within 18 months of the last one coming out you know I'll probably be halfway through painting my army up um and if they change stuff around a lot or change how the army works and especially if you play competitively like 
okay I've gone out and bought all these wave serpents okay well wave serpents are crap now you need to just go and buy another 60 bikes okay well you know oh they've changed them to, to gigantic creatures you can only take one you can't take three okay oh, like what am I doing you know uh, <coughs> if they change it too much it it's impossible for you to keep up unless you've got like a bottomless pit of money and a bottomless uh, a never ending amount of free time to do it um, so if you just DJ for a living and don't do anything in the day yeah and I can't expect other people to live <laughs> with me do you know what I mean it's, it's unreasonable um, so I, I just think and, and what the guy turned around and said was like well you know if you don't like this I know loads of people that go out and they play old versions of the books or they play second edition or you know whatever they do this and that and I was like well yeah they can do that but I like playing in tournaments with the current versions of the rules so I'm forced to play the current version of the of every you know the, the most up to date version and when it changes and and what have you like it's it's really off putting because it's a lot of fucking money you know what and I mean which, which we FAQ for them yeah as well <laughs> you know which we yeah that's the that's one oh, it just takes the piss it does it's hard it's hard not to be a bit old man at the moment I'm not, I like what they're doing I really love what they're doing I love the units I love the the background is brilliant in these books as well these new books they're really doing well with the storyline and, and adding stuff I mean even yeah, back well, to that <coughs> but yeah I, I, I still believe they're really missing out on it's the, just, it's the, just, the game just design the, element yeah the direction of the game which is, that's, that's, that's where it's all going a bit sort of meh an internal balance within the Eldar Codex well, inter- internally, the Eldar the Eldar nice. Codex is brilliantly internally yeah. balanced. There's I so love, many good I, units. I in love there. the Eldar book. The Eldar book is there's so many cool, flavourful units yeah. there. It just blows the fuck out of everything else. <laughs> but I mean, I, I do think it's a bit of a meta shift. There is going to be like Eldar players, and there's going to be anti-Eldar players, and then there's going to be anti-Eldar Eldar players. And they'll get beat by the Eldar players. Yeah, and it won't matter. And then there'll be drop pod lists. Yeah, so there'll be a couple of spoilers. I mean, that's what we've had to deal with all the time anyway. Well, that's but what I don't like again because then it becomes like uh, when people say about 40k not being a competitive game the only reason I agree with that is because you're playing single games like there's so much there's so much variance and, and luck and stuff that goes on but then again you see the same people winning regularly so yeah I don't like it being as rock paper scissors as it is that's, yeah, that's the issue as it, well. It, like it's, it, used it's, to, it used to be quote rock paper scissors, but you can have a bad matchup and still get a good win. But now, like yeah, you get, you get like a draw out of your bad like, done really well. I feel like it's very bracket dependent. Do you know what I mean by that? Like no. you can go into a 128 man tournament. You've only got to beat seven of the people there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like strength for well, who who drew? It's a bit more yeah, random. Isn't that's it? what yeah. I mean. It's like you know, if you if you get nothing but bad matchups, you're you're fucked. Like you're you you, you can't win. But if you get planes, and and that's that's an issue. I feel you know. Yeah. Look at the draw. Yeah. Well, that's why I think the well for, for a lot of us probably quite a few of us listening as well. That's why the ETC is so good. Yeah, I really like that. I mean, I I wish we could do sort of. Longer, longer series where you could play maybe best two out of three games. That would be exciting yeah. shit. But like, obviously, you can't get the amount of games in. It's impossible because it does take two to four hours to play a single game. So that's just not viable. We're sort of stuck with this single game format. Um, 
when it's all rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do it, thousand points, you play once with your army, once with your opponents. Yeah. Yeah, Gaz tried that, didn't he? But no one did. No, that was something different Gaz did. I think when you I think when you um, do that sort of thing, you do definitely put people off. Like, people just want to play out the book. Like, there's the one thing you could say what you like about like fourth and fifth but people just could play out the book pretty much oh, if, we, if we played fifth still with whole points it would be basically an eSport now yeah I seriously believe that because that was blowing up fifth edition so many events were just sold out you know you couldn't move at events loads of people were around playing the game and now it's just like dropped off like 30 man events now are like pretty big <laughs> and I, could, I, could, I could get trophies with chaos in 5th edition that's how good it was that was because it was lash chaos at the time no it wasn't yeah. that was chaos was stupid oh, I can't I lash chaos. remember but yeah you couldn't play chaos now and get trophies we well, could you could if it Just was a be, chaos only event. They'd, they'd be wooden place. trophies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could they'd if it was a chaos things. only event. Everyone has to play chaos at this event. <laughs> yeah, Demon King would win. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I don't want to. I don't want it to be too cynical or too negative. Like I, I really felt like at times we were on the cusp of something great, sixth and with seventh as well, and with fifth, and it's like it sort of like just drifted out of your grasp you know every time every time you're there you're nearly at a great definitive edition um, and that's that's and it's just frustration isn't it for us because we do yeah. love the game we wouldn't well that's it I mean the problem this is the GW Masterstroke it's got everyone individually pulling in opposite directions in many different directions so there's no one voice for the community everyone has got a slightly different take on it so there's yeah. no overarching do this please everyone's got their own ideas you know of to how to fix the game or, or what is wrong with the game no and so GW can just sit and just carry on just chucking and it doesn't shit. help it doesn't help like when everyone on the internet's got the same voice as well no. do you know what I mean like there's people that you must have had conversations with people at tournaments and you know they have no idea what they're talking about you know there was oh I lost that because of this oh this dice roll went wrong and that's why that's the only reason I lost when you're just sitting there thinking well you deployed really badly you know you made this charge and it was terrible your target priority and your shooting was completely wrong but yes yeah, yeah. so, you know you, now, can, you can think I it was a dice roll but I was about to say that about Alex <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know yeah. I, forgive me for not knowing what to do again. I beat you Adam and only killed two of your models so <laughs> forgive me for not knowing what to do against knights in a kill point mission with NSU I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Matt. You fucker. Um, I still qualified though. Um, I, I think so. Those people that clearly don't have a grasp of playing the game, comp- uh, not competitively, but getting the most out of the game, um, have the same voice as you know most people that are you know quite, but maybe not internet famous yet. You know that that have the profile. You know, like say uh, a Nick Nanavati that you know people know far wider than you know many others so <clears throat> and then how are games works are going to know how to you know which people to listen to they're going to listen to the masses surely the majority and if the majority say something they'll they might change it and then you end up in that sort of situation that you know league of legends and warcraft players got in where like people are moaning about things being op so they're continuously patching stuff to appease the the complaining um masses 
and that yeah. fosters that fosters an attitude of if we complain about it, we'll get patched and then we're okay and we don't have to actually think and adapt and and work and and that becomes a bad thing as well. That means so. listening to Adam. <laughs> He's constantly moaning about something. It's a difficult job. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know. Have you heard yourselves in this podcast moan? Come on. <laughs> this, this is a bit epic, I think. Pot, kettle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's because none of us want it to change, really. We don't want it to slip beyond, you know. We want to still play the, the game. Exactly. We want to still play it. I want it to be fun still. I don't want to be like super serious, you know, table flipping, rants and fights and stuff. I used to see him fourth. Um, You've been playing Alex Harrison. <laughs> no. Does he still do that? I know he still what? cheats, but does he still do all the other stuff? If he can get away with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah some, some say he will lay in the middle of the table in your models and make a angel. No angels. Models. Yeah. yeah. The models. <laughs> I don't know if he just said I was just chatting rubbish. <laughs> I can't All confirm right. or deny. Happy birthday, Harrison. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we it's don't not... love you at all. Oh, right, there's fine. no, there's no easy answer, and who knows what's going on. But I know that I, I like the creative aspect of it. I still think they make amazing models. I love the IP, the background, the imagery of it. It's amazing. They're doing so much great stuff with that. The rules side of things is difficult. I wish they'd sort of engage a little more. And, yeah, hopefully we can get there one day. One thing I will say, which annoys me away from the game, is the um, the books, that the price now. I stopped buying them because they've gone that expensive. Mm. I used to like reading the books. They're really... Uh, what do you mean... When you say the books, do you mean the actual stories? Yeah, like the Black Lives Yeah, books. They're, they're hardback now and they're like 25 quid and they used to be eight ninety nine. Even some of the softbacks, I've seen them at 20 quid. I've seen uh, hardback 25 I've quid. I've bought every single Horus Heresy novel, including all the novellas and the limited edition ones. So I've got all, I've got, you know, the first, the first um, Lunar Wars trilogy that were all nice and cheap on the, uh, on the, on the paperbacks, all the way up to the new current ones, which are like 25 quid. I've got the little, yeah. I've got Blades of, the, Blades of the Traitor sitting next to me, which is 15 pounds for a, how many page book? Let's have a look. Six. 137 page book. Um, it is getting ridiculous, but I always used to go see a book I like and just buy it. And now I see a book I like, I turn it over, see the price, and I, I have to put it back. I, it takes me a few weeks to decide if I want to buy it or not. Yeah, Normally I understandable. Don't now. That's, that, that's my point, and especially it goes back to the to the whole bringing out new codexes too soon and stuff. The outlay is is getting it's only getting more the prices are going up the paint prices have gone up if you still buy GW paints you know the brushes and equipment prices have gone up <clears throat> the sizes of the armies are going up as well in terms of model count because you know let's play knights and model size and model size as well um, this is no longer a skirmish game we play. <laughs> so it's all it's all going up. So it's really you, there's reached a point where people are not going to be able to take it anymore. And obviously the dwindling numbers shows that that's been the case. So yeah, I hope, I hope they the don't price. fuck it because they're doing so well in all the other aspects. They're putting out so much good content. But I mean, maybe they just don't care. They just don't care. Maybe they don't care about this corner of the hobby anyway. About maybe, maybe. Thing. But I mean, Adam raised a really good point about the books. You know, that's 
yeah it's just that's just the whole thing in a nutshell isn't it and yeah. the other thing is as well like if you wanted to make if, if you're if you're and this is what I don't understand about Games Workshop if your whole MO is to maximise profits then do more with your licensing why Why is your why are your box sets not in Argos and those sort of places and in department stores why do you not do they uh, were in Argos yeah and then you know they took them all yeah. out they famously said you know we don't want them to be in there anymore you know they famously said we want everything to be centralised so we get the most profit but <laughs> obviously if you can sell 10,000 rather than a 1,000, not only does that mean that you're selling more units, but it means that 10,000, your 9,000 extra people are getting into the hobby and may go into your store and buy additional units. And that only makes sense. It's it's the it's the model that MMO, that free-to-play esports games have thrived off of. Get as many people interested in it and hopefully yeah. they'll spend more money because it's a bigger player. Well, look at, look at, look at also, Dawn of War. Look let at me, Dawn of War. Dawn of War done so much. Oh, yeah, it was brilliant. That, so many people got into Warhammer yeah. through that. Um, but also, they don't do anything with merchandise. I'd love to like buy like T-shirts and hoodies and stuff and, and cool stuff. Not like nerdy things like pin badges and shit. Like, normal people don't care about <laughs> pin badges. I want to buy a nice T-shirt. I want to buy a hoodie that I can wear and it looks cool like yeah which is like a, a, like a like a hidden meaning Warhammer for exactly I, I love my games game day t-shirt I can't remember what year it was but it's got four marines standing in a line they're like they're, they're line drawings marines on bases four of them one of them's knocked over and they've got the dice in front of them and all of them have passed their save apart from the guy that's rolled a one and he's been knocked over I know what you mean yeah and <laughs> I think that's super cool no one else knows what it means but if you see it and you're into the hobby you're going to go oh yeah that's clever I like that and it's a nice yeah. cool imagery I love stuff like that like clever stuff that's about the hobby or just super cool images you know there's so much great art that I'd wear on a t-shirt you know or just even a chapter logo or something on a hoodie or there's so much stuff that they could be doing so if you want to squeeze my out of people give them stuff like that rather than you know putting up the prices of the models and and, and the books it could so. be yeah they could make so much money be, oh, it, it could be so easy to <laughs> I mean, it's not easy it. obviously i'm, it's, I'm it's sure they've be. got people there that know what they're doing but i mean <laughs> there's, there's stories the that go around the there's stories that go around the guy that came in from barclays bank um, to, to, to manage the, the running of the company who left because the board brought him in and they weren't listening to any of his ideas anyway because it's an old boys club and blah 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 and we all know about the Tim King stories and all that stuff I'm sure we've all read about them online on the internet and how obstinate and stubborn they are that's why I know you, you're saying um Hasbro can save us and buy and buy out Games Workshop so they can you know get some new people running the company that are actually going to run it in a different way. But yeah, I think there's just so much there's so much scope there. So hopefully, hopefully we get it. Yeah, hopefully. Anyway, that's enough of my impassioned uh, pleas. Um, that was the <laughs> Adeptus Mechanicus Colt Mechanicus Codex. <laughs> Stroke rant. <laughs> Stroke rant. Was it? Ramblings. <laughs> See I can't what talking happened. about it. This is because of that ridiculous formation that gave everything free stuff. We basically riffed off that for about an hour. <laughs> Just for fuck's sake. Literally. What are you doing? Literally about an hour. Right, that's two hours and change. That's enough for you guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. We're going to be back probably looking at the Space Marine book next weekend. Um, we've still got that uh, tournament review from Adam another one yeah that's probably seven hours long <laughs> no, half an hour. I wasn't uh, involved. It was amazing. Matt wasn't that way. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Uh, well done. Well done. Yeah, well done, Matt. That, that, that took some doing. Uh, we'll get into that right now.
Hi all, Matt here, joined by Adam to talk about his recent journey to the Birmingham Games Expo. Hello Matt, how are you doing? Better than you, as always. I thought you was a cripple. I am, still better than you. Really? I'm not brummy. Haven't you got crutches? I'm not brummy. Not like half a leg. I'm still not brummy. Alright, I'll give you that. Hi, I'm Adam Ryland. Cripple. I talk like this. So come on then, tell us about it. What was it? Where was it? Who oh, was it? Wait. They have it every year. It's the uh, Birmingham, well, UK Games Expo, which is held at the NEC in Birmingham. And it's basically a mass convention of um, games. (laughs) Basically, you've got uh, lots of tournaments going on, all different types of miniatures, card games, role-playing. You've got lots of displays, uh, stuff like... um, Mantic, Drop Zone Commander, all companies like that, and there's lots of sellers there as well. And uh, it's a, it's a, it's a huge deal. There's loads and loads of people there, thousands of people. Is it just uh, it's, one day? Is it two days? Uh, it's actually three days. Fr- uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm not sure what goes on on the Friday because it always used to be Saturday and Sunday. But uh, they've uh, yeah they've turned it into Friday as well, so I'm not quite sure what was going on. And I think next year, but the Avenue because it was held at the hotel uh, where the uh, the NEC is. Next year we're having the hotel and one of the halls in the NEC. Oh, that's pretty good then. So they're still growing. Yeah, so it's getting bigger and bigger every year. It's uh, well well worth a visit to be honest. So did you go? Purely for the event, or did you get a chance to go and see everything else as well? No, I got a chance to look around. Um, normally, when I've gone before, you don't get a chance to look around. Uh, but uh, Leon was running the 40k tournament there, and he'd put basically two-hour breaks in between rounds. Ooh, how long were the rounds then if you got two-hour breaks? Yeah. Well, this was the thing. I wasn't sure about going because it was two-hour rounds. And I'm, I was thinking, oh, I can't play games in two hours. Uh, but what actually happens is Leon is very flexible on it, and he just lets you play on into the two-hour the two break if you want. Ah, so it was technically you had four-hour rounds if needed. Yeah. Yeah, if you wanted, you could play a four-hour game. Cool. Apart from the last game on the Sunday where everything has to get uh, awards announced and packed up. Yeah. And so yes yeah, so originally I was a bit unsure because of that two hours but no it is very flexible which made it very enjoyable well that's good news so I know what you took but I'm sure everyone else knows you for demons so why don't you tell everybody what filth you came up with this time wow it was Fate Weaver oh no actually it wasn't was it I wish Fight. it was yeah well because I thought it was two hours rounds as well, I was thinking I can't play demons in two hours. And Gareth wasn't going, so I kindly asked him if I could use his elder and I have a run out with new elder. Because you're a bad person. 
Yeah. Well, I've never used Eldar before in my life, even old Eldar. Any, any edition, I've never used Eldar. So what made me want to do it, I don't know, but I think the new codex, as well as being broken as hell, it's quite a fun codex, which is a really bad thing. Are these all your excuses for being a whack power gamer? Yeah. Don't give Eldar players excuses. Right. Well, I'm just playing work. it because it's fun. That's why I have 30 scatter bikes. Yeah. No. And no. And also, no one's no one's taking that. Okay. I don't think demons are that good with new Eldar. So the only other option would have been Necrons. So I was close to taking Necrons, but since Gaz has his Eldar three or four, why not? I'll take the plunge. You'll be that guy. Well, yeah. sorry, one of many that guys. Yeah, funny enough, yes. There was an awful lot of Eldar there. Surprise that. I wonder why. Yeah. I think this... Was this the first tournament with no Eldar as well? Uh, I think so. But there may have been a smaller event I'm not quite sure of. But yeah, this is the first one I know of. Yeah, it was very interesting. But just how many players were there then? I think there was 40 players. And so. how many Eldar? Don't say 38. I don't know, I never counted. I, I would guess getting close to half. Maybe maybe 15. That is not good. No, there was a lot. I, I, I never counted, but yeah, there was a lot. Uh, guess how many demons there was? I'm going to guess with a prior knowledge of you telling me that there were zero demons. Yes, zero demons. And I actually think, I can't fully confirm this, but I don't think there was anything summoned all weekend. Because... Because Eldar oh, lost it. <laughs> can't do it, yeah. And there was no demons. <laughs> what a change a couple of mums can make. Bad person. Yeah, there you are. So, what was the terrain like? Was that decent? Missions? Uh, the, the terrain wasn't the best. I think it's always been a problem for this because Leon actually doesn't have any terrain himself. So he's relying on uh, terrain from other gaming clubs. Uh, so it, it was good. Uh, there was enough terrain there. Uh, you were lacking a bit on line of sight blocking terrain. So terrain-wise, there was plenty of terrain to fill the tables and that. Just not the just, best type. Yeah, it's just a line of sight blocking. Obviously, with Eldar on uh, mass, you kind of want line of sight blocking. Yeah, everywhere. just like, a bit. Like a six-foot wall across the table. I'd take an eight-foot wall. I thought either side, yeah, just to make sure. Up. Yeah, cut a bit off, double it up. You might be okay then. So what did you take then? Scat bikes, fire dragon wings, swooping hawks, warp spiders, everything? I took two passes on jet bikes. Because I don't like walking. Yeah. One with the... Stones. Stones, yeah. yeah. I took uh, three units of four scat bikes and one unit of five scat bikes. I took um, six units of Hawks with an Exarch. 
uh, eight warp spiders, then a unit of nine warp spiders, two two uh, two yeah, two lots of two lots of two D batteries, and a Rafe Knight. Oh, so they allowed lots of water, did they? Yeah, you you could only have uh, I think it was four hundred points. Which is obviously enough with the craft not being so undercosted. Yeah, that's a shame. So, so, how many times have I moaned to you about how much I hate Rafe Knights? I remember you actually smashing up opponents' Rafe Knights models, you hate them that much. That was an accident. Yeah, no one believes you. you prove it otherwise. Uh, so, I actually got a chance to use a Rafe Knight. Yeah, they are very overpowered <laughs> for the cost. They are ridiculous. So rather than going through every single game of I shot this, I did that, Wraith Knights, blah, sum up, because I'm sure everyone knows your battle reports go on and on, and game by game, no one needs to know every little turn. What worked and what didn't in that list? Like, what did you play against and what stood out? Well... Everything worked to a certain degree. The the worst things were the D batteries, namely because I only played one combat army, which was um, I played Adam Chidlow on the first round, and he had Thunder Thunderwolf Star with uh, Marines and a um, Sense in a drop pod. And obviously he can't get near the D batteries. So, but most of the other armies are against shooty armies. They just sat out of range. Yeah, and you're finding you're not using them. They come into play a couple of times. One game I, I ended up uh, running them because I hadn't been using them. So I <laughs> decided just to move and run and move and run. And basically you shoot them. Well, we're going to get there <laughs> so you will eventually get to fire them yeah and if you shoot them you're not shooting the rest of the stuff the um, uh, the problem I see as well I think demons now know how to come out are really going to drop a level and a lot's been said about the Thunderwolf Star as well and playing Thunderwolf Star I played two turns and Adam Chidlow played one turn and then we called it because there was just, it wasn't a game. That, that how bad it was? That's how bad. In my two turns, I took off mo- most of his army and basically he was never going to get to assault me and it was just, it was pointless. And I said, look... Uh, it's not. I know you're not enjoying it. If you don't want to carry on, just say. And he's like, "Yeah, should we call it?" He was he was fine with it because I was obviously my first game with Eldar, and I've played two turns and called the game. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that left you with a oh, what have I done? Experience. Yeah. So and, and that for me, I was seeing it more from his point of view as well because I was playing myself. If I was playing Demon Stars there. I'd be going through the same problems. Yeah. 
so, so yeah, it's gone from a combat edition at the moment. I think it's swinging to a shooty edition with new Eldar. So is that mainly your scat bikes, and then your decans just stopped him coming close? Well, the D cannons didn't even get to shoot his wolf star. He dropped his um, his uh, drop pod with his sensing, yep. and it was night fighting. And I set up in terrain, rave night, and the D batteries in in the corner because it was the only bit of terrain I had. And the sensor dropped down. They ain't gonna kill kill all that with a. I think I had a, a free up cover, and then I just shot back and killed the sense outright. And the rest of the stuff in the armour, he basically just killed his Thunderwolf star. You had the Hawks deep striking in, and the Spiders deep stri- striking in, and the, uh, the Scat Bikes. And basically, I had a circle round him, and I was shooting him, and then Assault moving out of Assault range. So he couldn't stop uh, line of sight from anywhere I was getting to what models I wanted and he couldn't do anything about it but roll saves it was it was scary how bad it was so do you find the speed is one of the main strengths of the old Alan? yeah definitely and uh, the the warp spiders they're just as good as the scat bikes they're amazing yeah because it's interesting I suppose because we all went through as a group on the podcast and went Eldar uh uh oh uh but then to actually experience it first hand was it as powerful as we all anticipated yeah definitely or was it worse uh, I did uh, all the other games were close were they all that against Eldar uh, three of them was <laughs> what? one was against the orcs and that oh, I, I scraped that by the skin of my teeth is this an Adam skin of the teeth as in you were winning all game and it was still skin of your teeth no I was losing all game and I, I got it basically just some gain objectives last two turns so what was this orc list then that caused you so much trouble he had five battle wagons with scout yep 20 looters he had the big mech with that big zap zap gun thing the crazy yeah the shock attack gun that's the one my god that's insane and two units of 20 boys and the looters and the shock attack gun were just they were scary as hell I tell you and um my Ralph Knight decided to keep to roll double ones when I shot at battle wagons, which didn't help. But what actually won me the game in the end was saving bacon. Was I rolled fortune, and he got my Ralph Knight down to one wound. I think in the first turn. Ooh, that was just mass firepower. Yeah, and then I had to put fortune on him, and I just managed to keep scraping and keeping him alive. And slowly, I started to take out the battle wagons with him. Were the Wraith Knights there? Because I know at first everyone was like, "Oh, they're undercosted, they're overpowered." Were they as bad as people feared for their points? Probably. I did find some of the games the Wraith Knights wasn't killing that much. But it's the fact that you've got a couple of turns, the opposition, or a couple of units, what can kill it. And if you don't do it, then you're never going to kill it for the rest of the game. And then it was slowly just command the board. 
and that was the biggest problem not so much what the Rife Knight killed but its ability to command the board because it's, it's, it, once you've took out the units what can touch it, it it's just untouchable and that feel no pain is huge absolutely it's like uh, I played Max Barton and he had nine hornets a Rife Knight uh, six units of scatter bikes and he was shooting everything at my Rife Knight because uh, I failed invisibility first turn so he said right I'll kill it while I can and I had it left on one wound after all that fired up my purely because I kept making feel no pain so, so it's like nine hornets 18 scatter bikes no. uh, it, it was six units of three scatter bikes nine hornets and a rife knight all shooting one rife knight yeah nice so did you win all your games then I did, yeah. The first game was against Adam Chidlow with the Thunderwolf, which was just, yeah, it was a pointless game. We was both like, having a laugh about how insane it was. It's pointless. The second game was against Adam Robinson, and he had Aldar with Dark Aldar. And that was very close, and he had a lot of bad luck because he reserved most of his army. Uh, he had... Uh, a lot of venoms in re- in reserve with um, the the reaver bikes with two farseers in oh, yeah. reserve. And basically, I killed everything what was on the table by one unit of warriors. And then he had reroll reserves, and he he failed to bring everything in. But basically, the big unit. Oh, he had three flyers as well, three of the elder flyers. And he brought in his uh, Reaver unit with the two Farseers and one Flyer on his second. Is that it? Yeah, with three roll reserves. Was that him going first as well? Uh, He went second. So he he had five Venoms in reserve and three Flyers and that big unit, and he only brought on two units. So I'm assuming you picked on the two, and of the two or three came on, you picked on them. Right. Uh, the the Reaver unit was hard to kill because he had invisibility so the Rife Knight was going in trying to stomp he was hitting and running out uh, but in fact if he had these Venoms on even half the Venoms then he would have picked off quite a few Moscato bikes or whittled them down and all of a sudden you're like this game's I think I think he would have took it if he had half his reserves on so I got a bit lucky there, so I was able to pick him off a bit as a, a bit a bit at a time. They were coming on piecemeal. Uh, the third game was against uh, the Orc player James McDonough, who or, not sure what, not quite sure what his last name was. M- James McSummer. Okay. <laughs> and I so said I got through the skin of my teeth with that. Um, that God, that orc with the shock attack gun. Come, come, turn four. He went first. No, it was turn five. Sorry. And I'm thinking oh, I'll turbo onto the objectives and everything. I've got this one unit of bikes with a farseer in, and he shot the shock attack gun and ended up teleporting the big mech into. <laughs> and just locking you down. And I was about to use this unit to contest all the objectives. <laughs> Oh, oh god oh, that's, that's putting two of yours in place as well with the farseer there yeah pretty much but luckily what happened in my go I perils 
I rolled a six. Farseer went super mode and killed the bear. <laughs> <laughs> and it went on to turn six, and I was able to start using the scat bikes and that to contest and the Wraith Knight on one wound was just sitting in the middle controlling the, get, the game in that respect that sounds and did you find then the scatter bikes you said they're quite fragile but have a lot of the power uh, a few people I've been talking to outside of the podcast and our little group seem to see them as a bit of a do you take them do you not because you kind of want your troops you want the jet bikes to take the objectives but when they're doing all the firepower you're kind of putting them in harm's way a little bit yeah um, the problem you well what I've learned as I was playing it uh, as the tournament went, went on but use them and you're not really losing the whole units I mean I was having most of mine are four man units and most of the time you'd end up with one jet and that's all you need really and that's when you start running off and hiding them or the, the time where they first put enough firepower into you where it's, say it's ignoring armor save and the time when you start jinking with them that that's the time to run and hide them uh, the low leadership was more of a problem on them because obviously if you fouled it <laughs> you're in trouble then where you want your one jet bike alive on a leadership pace yeah it's all down yeah. to the leadership role isn't it because obviously you, you've got enough movement to but you're always there. near the back of the board out the way yeah but what what Alda can do which, which I soon found out they are basically I mean I never took bigger unit to jet bikes, but they are definitely a turn one table inside. Why was that happening to a few people around you, was it? You're just feeling the power of them, and from the other players I was talking to, and, that. and I think when you start seeing the optimised lists, because mine was a bit, a bit of a mix of everything, and when you start seeing the scouting D batteries or the infiltrating D batteries with all these scat bikes, it's definitely going to be a, a turn one, the game's over. Which is quite quite scary, unless you've got mass line sight blocking terrain. Which obviously with D batteries, even that, if they're infiltrating or scat Yeah, I think D batteries are the worst of it. The scatter bikes are really nasty. But I think that you can avoid them a bit with the right terrain. Events just need to really make sure we've got enough terrain. And then, but having barrage D, did you? F- I know you were saying they didn't get to fire much in the board control. Uh, I've been talking to a few of the American guys and Jesse as well, and looking at the different ways events of their component. Could you see them being mellower with a kind of comp, such as I know Nova's talking about? having minus one if you're firing over 12 inches do you think that would help um, not really I mean it would if you're not rolling the sixes but half the time I wasn't rolling sixes with any of my D weapons it, it was just the multiple wounds that they're causing and you're not taking away the multiple wounds and feel no pains I mean my D batteries killed Rafe Knight purely because it's ignoring the feel no pains so it's it's not just the sixes on the D weapons is it it's what the rest of the rules for them um, it is an issue but I say D batteries aren't that big a deal obviously until you get to the scout and the infiltrate 
when you're playing shooty armies but the biggest problem is when you're playing a combat army because you're not playing a, your opponent's not playing a game and you just get to shoot while they take models off yeah and it's not it's not just the D-batches it's a whole elder army it half reminds me of when Tau first came out and they went super shooty yeah and we, we started seeing the crazy unkillable death stars which were the counter to the I'm going to put so many shots out I'm going to kill you army yeah but the problem with Tau was it wasn't moving now the elder catching that's the problem you've got an assault army and then they can always make sure with the assault moves and the, the shoot men run that or even the scatterbite with the 12 inch move and then the 36 inch range and then a 2d6 move yeah it's and, and that's the problem you've got they're <laughs> they're so fast you can't stop it and the warp spiders were absolutely ridiculous not I mean I found them very powerful but I mean my last game on the Sunday I was playing uh, playing Manny Chima and he was using Eldar and he had two units of ten warp spiders with the Exarch and they were amazing and <laughs> he kept doing the the jump out the way when I was trying to shoot yeah the one we can do every single time uh, I wasn't yeah I wasn't doing it as much because I was deep striking yeah. them mainly and I was right next to him when I was deep striking um, but he set his up and that would, that would cause me more problems than the jet bike I think issues with them when you've got big units it, is you want to shoot them because you're never catching them but you shoot them mm. and you're just giving them a better position for shooting you back or getting into you or away from the next unit that's going to shoot <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, on the Sunday, the first game was against Max Parton, and he was the one with the, yeah. the nine Hornets and the six jet bikes. And we looked at him, and it was like, well, if Max goes first, he's got double the firepower I have, and he's got more range than me because of the Hornets. I mean, look at him, well, if Max goes first, he's won turn one which is what I was saying there's nothing I'll be able to do I haven't got enough rain to hide he's got scouting hornets anyway he's won turn one and luckily I went first but he set everything up because I I never had as much firepower as him so I'm not going to kill everything and basically set up saying well if I see he's, I've won luckily never seized <laughs> you got to take the risk <laughs> that's yeah, that's the power of the Elder. Uh, and I, I did get lucky in that game as well, because uh, so when he was trying to kill the Rafe Knight, like I said, and he put the, the Hornets in and he's Rafe Knight in, and I'm left on one wound from that, that's when he decided to put all his Gatter Bikes in, because he's got the Rafe Knight on one wound, and he was scared of me casting invisibility on it the next turn. And I think that was a, a mistake. He was just panicking, because his Gatter Bikes should have gone into my Gatter Bikes in to cut down on my shooting and he ended up wasting all his scatter bikes on my rash night because he would even with invisibility his hornets he would have had enough left to kill that rafe knight I, I would have found oh no I can't kill the rafe knight okay I'll kill all the shooting and then I'll kill the farseer who doesn't have invis on him and then there's no invis next to it. something like that he did I, I had two lots oh you're a bad person then <laughs> yeah no I did find oh that. no <laughs> 
It was quite funny because uh, when I played against the the elder player who was putting the invis on his unit and I was going how powerful the Tarsis are because he, he just couldn't fail because he's, he's putting five dice into it or six dice and he's got a re-roll any dice he wants and he's just never failing and when I'm casting powers I'm this is these Tarsis yeah I don't um, know why or where that rule has come from I don't know, and I was just talking to it, talking about that to Max, and I failed to five dice with a reroll. <laughs> it's like, all right, <laughs> but I got I got very lucky in that game, and then playing Manny in the last game, he had Eldar again, and he had Wraithguard in a Wave Serpent, and he was saying how fantastic they had been to him all tournament. He was just ramming the, the, the wave serpent down people's throats, saying, blow it up. And they were taking out so much stuff. He was saying that they were them and the warp spiders were absolutely awesome for him. And he had, he had a wraith knight as well. He had um, a unit of 10 scat bikes with a fire and two units of five scat bikes. And... Uh, so he went obviously a different option with the right guard instead of the VD batteries and I think that was pissing people off all week <laughs> to be honest <laughs> so there's so much choice in that elder book and again playing money I got very lucky again this was a very tactical game and he rolled infiltrate for his warlord trait and I set up measuring everything, measuring distances, trying to get the corners, everything, so I can take advantage of first turn. And I left too much space for him to infiltrate, and he's infiltrated the Wraith Knights, Warp Spiders, and Jet Bikes in my one corner, and he's placed his other t- units in other corners. And his setup was fantastic, but between us, for us both to set up, it must have took over an hour, <laughs> measuring that much distances and that. And again, this is how ridiculous it is. I went first trying to kill his Wraith Knight, two clear shots at it. I done one wound because I fluffed it. And then he shot, shot back at me with the Wolf Spiders and Wraith Knight, killed my Wraith Knight. Then I could not touch the Wraith Knight for the rest of the game. He kept passing, feel no pain waves. I put D batteries into it. He was in cover, getting a five up save and he kept passing the cover and I got his Wraith Knight down to one one wound I could not kill the bloody thing and then he charged Warp Spiders Overwatch I've done one wound he fails it then he passes <laughs> to feel no pain I'm like oh for crying out loud then he silts in and he fluffs it and he kills one Warp Spider and I'm like right I can hit and run out and then I can have fun next turn and kill it next turn foul the leadership and he runs me down from killing one warp spider <laughs> this game is really going against me but luckily I managed to draw it and equal the amount of objectives he was holding last turn and we actually ran out of time because we've been that precise on measurements and this is what you find when you're using the Aldo as well and playing against them you're constantly measuring 48 inches 48 inches where can I go where the scat pikes and can't get me you're measuring how far you, you average the warp spider distance you're trying to measure how far the warp spiders can go and the time just goes just some checking measurements to make sure so summing up Eldar too shooty too long to play no one should play because they take too long and yeah pretty much 
Uh, yeah, it's just too powerful. I mean, they're not going to take too long to play. Obviously, when you play, when you're finishing the game in what, uh, two turns or one turn, uh, and there's going to—that's the problem you've got. When I'm playing a, when I was playing the other Aldar on that orc player, it was fairly equal game. So I'm playing a ridiculous army. But they, they've got powerful armies as well, so it's not so bad. But it's when you're playing the matchups like the Wolf Star and what I think demons would be. I mean, it's, it's just not a game. It's not fun for the other person then. Cool. So that wraps up the first trial of Eldar. I'm sure we'll have many horror stories to come. Thanks very much for covering that, Adam, and I'll speak to you again Hold soon. Hold on. Oh, what now? I forgot. I no, no one cares. You won. won. Well done. I won. You used Eldar. It doesn't count. <laughs> I'll speak to you later. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>